We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. your lover and your secretary working every day of the week mm. was at the job when no one else was there helping you get on your feet 11 years of sacrifice and you can leave me at the drop of a dime Swallowed my fears Stood by your side mm. I should have left your ass a thousand times Oh, I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna shed no tears No, I'm not gonna cry it's not worth the time cause you're not worth my tears come on this is my favorite part come on i know there are no guarantees guarantees and love you take your chances come on mary but somehow it seems unfair to me Woo! look at the circumstances uh, through sickness and health, ooh, they'll death do us. No, those were the words that you said from my heart. So now, when you say that you're leaving me, I don't get that part. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. Do I need to keep going? Oh, where's your lover and your secretary? Working every day of the week. Monday through Friday. Ends and weekends too. Was at the job when no one else was there. Helping your ass get on your feet. 39 fucking years of sacrifice. And you can leave me at the drop of a dime. Swallow my fears, stood by your ass side. I should have left your ass a thousand times. Oh, again and again and again. Said I should have been gone, 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 gone. Ooh, Mary, welcome to the show. Welcome. I don't know why I'm shouting, but welcome to the show. Oh. <sighs> Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray. Beautiful rendition of Mary J. Blythe's Not Gonna Cry. Not gonna cry, I'm not gonna cry, I'm not gonna shed no tears. 
Mary. Mary, please. Girl, she really ate that shit up, didn't she? And it's really no shade. I'm really not... I mean, Babyface ate that up, but, like, Mary really ate that song up. And it's really no shade, because I... I like Mary J. Blige's music. I don't think she's a great singer. You know, like, not like me. You know, not everyone can be me, you know, unfortunately. But, um... It's crazy. Little short story, real quick, real quick, real quick. It was actually given to me first. And I told, I told baby, I was like, you know what? I don't really feel like it's something, you know, I feel like I'm too young to sing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not really in that area. You know, Mary was really going through it. So I was like, you know, give it to Mary, give it to Mary. And so Mary didn't really want to do it. But she did and you know that's a classic but sometimes I get to thinking I'm like what would it be like if I would have sung that song first you know I mean it. I, I would have really taken it to the moon you know I really would have ate that song right on out let me see did it win any Grammys any what did it what did it do let's see let's see critical reception um let me see what did, oh it peaked at number two on the hot 100 yeah see I would have taken it to number one yeah, we have my 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 vocals on the track. It would have been definitely number one. Did it win any Grammys? Oh yeah, received her third Grammy nomination for best female R&B vocal performance. Her first nomination in that category. Well, girl, vocal performance, but um, yeah. See, if it, it, it I would have won male. I would have won best male R&B vocal performance if I would have did it. Yeah, you know, I need to stop. I need to really stop passing on these songs and just really sitting in my greatness. Anyways, welcome to the show. Um, first things first, I want to give a shout out to the girls who've rated and reviewed this podcast five stars and five stars only. Let's see if we got some reviews. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna shed no tears. Not for your ass, not for anybody else. Um. Oh, we do have a um a review, bitch. All right, five stars only. I love you, dip from R R D Gez Joe Rodriguez. Rodriguez probably Joe Rodriguez or Joe Rodriguez. Okay, I see it. I love you down to the ground, wishing you all the health and peace in this upcoming new year and best of luck in your new journey on becoming a daddy. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'm wishing you all actually a healthy and peaceful, prosperous upcoming new year. And because this is the last episode of the year, I just thought it would be cute to do like a little recap of some of my, I don't want to say my favorite moments because some of these moments, I was really going through it. And actually, yeah, most of them I was going through it. So I think I want to do like a little recap of some, I would say, memorable moments in 2023. The podcast. Um, but we'll get into that later. But first, how was my week? What did I do? Oh, Christmas just passed, didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? What is well, I don't even know what today is. What today is okay. 
what did I do over the weekend? I feel like, wasn't there? Oh, okay. Um, I went to my parents. They do like a, my dad does like a brunch every Christmas Eve. So I went there. That was nice. Then I went to Omar's house and hung out with little O and Gabby. And I was there till like maybe 1030, came home. And then the next day I woke up, started making gumbo because I did that for Christmas dinner. And then Omar and Gabby came over with little O and my parents came over and it was a nice little festive time. Um, and then the next day was Tuesday and then T and I, well, there was an uh, ultrasound appointment, um, but I couldn't, I couldn't make it cause I was that day I was supposed to either show up to court for just like a, a traffic violation. Like I was speeding, but then I last minute I was like, girl, I'm not going to show up. I'm not driving down to San Diego for this shit. I'm just going to pay it and be done. But then I went to go try to pay it. Excuse me, you guys. It's like almost midnight and I'm recording this. Um, I'm going to go try to pay it, but it wouldn't allow me to pay it online. They're like, you got to show up to court. And I said, well, bitch, uh-uh. I ain't, this sound like a setup to me, bitch. Y'all ain't about to be like, bitch, you got a bench warming or like, we going to put, throw you in the pokey. So I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, let me call the court first. So when in the first thing in the morning and sure enough, because one of my tickets was a fix it ticket. Cause my tent on my car is too dark. They're like, um, are you going to fix it or not? And I said, no, I'm going to keep my car how it is. I'll just pay the fine. And so she was like, all right, so I'll just allow you to now take the thing off off the website so now you can pay it online so needless to say i didn't make the appointment um with tia because it was at like 9 30 in the morning and so we found out oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for yawning um i'm drinking a coca-cola with like a little hopefully like a little pick-me-up of caffeine it's been a very long day um what was I saying? So we found out our transfer is next Tuesday or this upcoming Tuesday, January 2nd. And basically, you know, that's implantation day. We're going to, that's the implantation. So I'm just so excited. I can't believe it. The day is getting close. Like we're, we're basically here. I just feel like, damn, like that's so nuts. Um, And yeah, I'm just so excited. So please, just send us as much positive energy as possible, prayers, um, that this is a safe transfer, everything goes smoothly, the baby implant, you know what I'm saying, the baby the baby implant, and in come September, a baby is born, so I don't have to do this again, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, no, see, oh my god, let me tell you something, I feel so bad because... I'm, I need to stop laughing, but, like, I only laugh because when I'm really, like, nervous, but, like, I'm really kind of, like, I'm not the one going through this. It's literally Tia, but I feel so guilty now. Like, there was, like, the first process of, like, oh, you know, egg retrieval and stuff. I don't want to say I didn't feel guilty, but I was, like, I was, I recognized, like, okay, this is not an easy thing to do. You know, I understood that going into it, but now that we're doing the transfer now I feel like 
insanely guilty because um am I recording? Sorry. Because she has to do intramuscular injections in her like butt area and of like oil, like estrogen and now progesterone where it's like an oil. And then before, I think the last two weeks she had to do Tuesdays and Thursdays was her injection day. And now, oh my God, you guys, she has to start doing injections every single day for the next six weeks. Like, even when she's pregnant, like, even beyond pregnant, like, while she's actually pregnant, she still has to do it. I'm like, this can't be true. This can't. What is there another way of going around? Like, an injection, like, a like not like, oh, in belly fat or, like, your love handles or, like, even your arm or something. Deep into the muscular area, oil-based, not even like a, a saline or like a, a water-based one. Like, no, oil-based injection. Like, deep into pregnancy. And I'm just, I just feel so bad. Like, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. You know, I just, I thought like, oh, you just do the transfer and once it implants, you're done, you know, and then you're just pregnant and then you just go about normal pregnancy. And I guess... Theoretically, it's because you're like basically tricking your body to create your body to be pregnant. And I guess, you know, you just have to keep the estrogen levels or whatever levels high. So the baby stay in there. <laughs> so I'm like, I looked at the, the calendar today when they emailed it to us. And sure enough, every single day an injection and i'm just like jesus christ um not to change not to put a damper on like anything but i'm just like this is nuts so i just feel like really bad that you know she's doing this because i mean i mean it's definitely no like carrying a baby is not like no easy feat i'm sure but i think I would just be so, like, an injection every single day. Like, you know, like, and you only have two booty cheeks. You know, you only got two butt muscles. So it's like, you can't alternate between, like, your thigh or your arm. Or It just has to be those same spots. And it's like, does it, like, I just, oh, my God. I, I don't want to keep talking about it. But nonetheless, nonetheless, I'm, like, kind of like I feel bad I just I'm like damn bitch like this is like I thought like oh until you're at least six weeks pregnant then okay then you're done because technically um according to IVF and stuff like that our six week well we would technically be six weeks pregnant like mid-January you know what I'm saying so it's like you know I'm like oh even that, I can be like, oh, okay, just like a couple weeks. But, girl, for for six, it just seems so crazy to me. But <sighs> So, I'm just praying that everything goes well and, like, it's not too much work. Plus, on top of it, um, we're doing, or she's been doing acupuncture. 
a few times a week. Um, and they were doing acupuncture before and after the transfer to kind of help with everything. And I mean, those are like teeny needles. And from what I hear from all my friends who've done acupuncture, it's super like relaxing and great. But um, I just feel like I would just, after giving birth, I'd be like, I don't want to be poked and prodded anymore. Like I would be really like my body would be maxed out. Yeah. Because think about it. Like, let's say, you know, the due date is in September and, you know, technically this would be more than a year's worth of like almost like a year of work. You know, like we started what the last week of October or something like that our cycle so it'd be like basically like 12 months of just shit just all this shit like oh my god now i kind of like i get why the girls be doing two embryos at a time and just going for twins because one it's cheaper and two it's like damn you don't got to do this anymore like i just could not like i just nonetheless i'm thankful and you know what's crazy? I got to thinking, like, I'm kind of nervous that I've really fallen. I don't, not, I haven't fallen, but so much of my timelines are not on Instagram, but like, definitely when I go on Twitter, is a lot of super conservative stuff, even gay conservatives, um, gay moderates. And, now and then also when I go on my YouTube, it's a bunch of like that that stuff too. I saw I got like a like a suggested video of like a Candace Owen like podcast thing. And honestly, I'll say this. I did click it and I'll say this. Don't eat me up, you guys. But I actually enjoyed the little podcast that she did. She did like a one hour or maybe like a 30 minute podcast and she interviewed this trans lady who um, what is it transition and just kind of like regretted it or whatever but like Candace was very in this particular and I don't know what she's like in the rest of them but very like empathetic and just I don't know I just felt like it was a good interview and so now I'm getting all this like conservative like right-wing stuff and um I don't know how I got on this episode of this topic oh so you know I shouldn't be clicking on it because it's just gonna change my feed even more but I started watching like you know those jubilee things on on YouTube it's called like jubilee I think and they it's called like they have a series called the middle ground or middle ground where they basically take like um conservative black people liberal black people and then they put them all in a room and they ask them questions you know they basically do like a little debate but it's like all, like completely two opposing sides always. So I watched one about like, you know, conservative gays, liberal gays. I watched one about um, conservative trans people and liberal trans people. Anyways, but I should, probably shouldn't even say this, but I think this whole like IVF thing, it's not saying that I thought any different but it is really like really made me 
what can I, how can I say this? Really made me, I don't want to say appreciate women because, I mean, I, I have, but like it really kind of opened my eyes even more to just how like powerful women are like you know like the fact that and I used to think this is so corny but be like the fact that you guys could literally you know give life like our you know the human population depends on y'all you know and then even how insignificant not insignificant but just not a major player men are in the course of all of this you know like one doctor was saying how like when you're dealing with making embryos and stuff 80% of it is the woman's eggs that's like that's if based off of the quality that you're going to get of like the embryos and stuff like that it's 80% of the woman's egg it's 80% her job and 10% is the sperm from the male and he was like, and the other 10% is just like, girl, just luck and just, you know, probability. And when um, our embryos were basically cooking, um, I was reading how the for the first three days after fertilization, it's all up to the egg. The egg is doing all the work. The woman's egg is doing all the work. The sperm is just chilling there. It ain't doing shit. And it doesn't it doesn't really activate to like day four to kind of finish the the job off. But by then it's mostly like, bitch, the, the work is done. So it's like even then it's like, damn, like. It's just interesting to be like. I don't know just how important women are not saying they weren't before I've done IVF, but like it just, it's making me look at things much differently. And so when, you know, I mean, I don't want to get into this debate because it's really none of my business, but I just feel not quick to call someone a woman, you know, I think I'm not quick to say that you know I think like I've said this before on on this podcast I think it's okay to be like trans woman but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough sell for me to just say woman you know I or just and not even just say it because I'll say it you know and it don't mean anything but I think in my mind it's gonna be a hard sell for me to be like yeah I don't know bro I mean I don't I didn't mean it like that oh don't cancel me bitch oh wait don't cancel me I'm sorry no I didn't mean it like that but you know what I'm saying like I'm I didn't mean it like that I'm sorry but um yeah I feel like it's just gonna be a hard sell and I don't know like I used to think like oh well what if someone called themselves a man and they don't have like the reaper I'm like I don't really give a fuck about none of that but I feel like bitch what women can do is some that's some it's some wild shit it is some wild shit bitch Every week, I'm learning something new about pregnancy, about reproductive shit, menstrual cycles, all titty milk, bitch, all sorts of shit. And I'm like, bro, like, it's the woman's body be off the chain, bitch. It's some, it's some shit going on. It's, it's like a full functioning machine, bitch. It's some, it's some weird shit going on over there. Okay, like, 
how like breast milk, it could be like, oh, when um, your baby is drinking the breast milk from your breast, it's saliva is transmitting information through the nipple or whatever into your titty. And I guess it's telling your titty like, oh, the baby needs this. Like the baby um, is missing this. So let me create it. And it's like, like that to me is so mind blowing. Like, I'm like, this is so amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like the mom, the body just knows, you know? And I mean, even going through this, like, you know, transfer thing, um, there's, I was reading how, I mean, it ain't much of a difference of success, but there's more of a success when you're transferring your own embryo. And because Tia is the mother, like the the egg, it's kind of like reintroducing something back to her that like, oh, this, this is part of like, this is mine, if that makes sense. Whereas like a foreign embryo would be, it would still work, but it's just foreign. So then the body has to like, be like, oh, what's this crazy shit up in my my body? Whereas if you're the mother, it's like, oh no, welcome back, bitch. You know, it's not like it is just when I tell you the woman's body is like, it's nuts. It's crazy. So I didn't even mean to get on this topic, I swear to God, but like now I be listening to these little debates and stuff, and I'm like, bro, like, please, like it's not it's not the same girl and I didn't think it was the same but it's like definitely way different for me like now now going through this IVF cycle and here's the thing even if I was like a heterosexual man and you know expecting a child I don't think I would be this aware I think IVF has made me super hyper aware of what the woman's body can do because no matter how you slice it and dice it i can't do this myself there there's you literally fucking need a you need a woman involved you cannot do this i mean granted you can't do it with both people without both people but it's like girl the male part is so insignificant it's not even like that deep girl it's like girl we don't even need you to be honest you know we can just go to a sperm bank it's, you're not even really that deep you know, you were only $100 to get the sperm. We don't even care. The The eggs was 30000 So we're not, you're not even that girl. So nonetheless, um, again, I don't even know how I got up on, on this topic. But yes, our transfer is on Tuesday. So I'm just, um, I'm excited. But please pray for us. Please pray for her as well that like, you know, Everything, you know, it's not so fucking painful and just weird. You know, I just feel, I don't know. So please pray for us that there is a a successful implantation and that my baby comes here in September, okay? And it's a Virgo. Because I really, I think I want a Virgo. Bitch, I saw this thing online and it was like, um, most serial killers are Virgos or Geminis. I'm like, oh Jesus. I can't be raising no 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 serial killer. Mm. But yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else is there to talk about? 
Um, that's it. That's really kind of about it. So let's get into the show. Moving right along. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So it's the end of the year. And before I do my recap, I want to do my, um, what I think, what's in for 2024 and what's out for 2024. So I'll do what's in for 2024. You know, like what I think should be in. Number one thing I think that needs to be in for 2024 is buying flowers for your friends. And I know like the girls be like, give each other your flowers. No, like I'm talking about like literally physically like buying flowers. Like, Like I feel like normalizing that would be so current. Like I was thinking... Or was I talking to a little kid recently about this? I can't remember. It was like in the last two weeks. But someone, I think it was a kid. Somebody asked me like, why why buy people flowers? And I was like, I don't know. Like it just, it's some, it's a nice thing to do. Oh, fuck. What was it? Was it when I, no, because it wasn't Lola or Lily. I don't know. Anyways, um normalize that another thing i want to i think should be in for 2024 is going to places that are inexpensive as dates now i know the girls are gonna be like oh bitch here we go but no i just feel like it's okay to go to the cheesecake factory you know what i'm saying like it's okay to not go to super sickening restaurants all the time like, I was reading Barbara Streisand's book, and she's like, one guy she dated was like, oh, yeah, we went to Denny's and had pancakes. And I'm like, oh, You know what I'm saying? Like, Barbara's like, girl, I don't care about none of that shit. I mean, granted, Barbara's, like, filthy rich, and, like, you know, the nigga she was with was probably filthy rich, too. But, you know, she was like, yeah, we went to Denny's. My parents went to Denny's. Not on their first date, but I think on the second or something like that. And... I don't know. I'm not saying like you, it needs to be like people who are searching for love or like relationships, but I just feel like I don't know how to put it. I think if you would have told me this years ago and I'm like, oh no, you better take me to a sickening restaurant. Like, I don't care about stuff like that. Like, I really don't. I don't want to be in a relationship, but like if I were to, you know, consider anything like that now as long as you make good money like as long as you're not baruch as long as that's not the case and you're not cheap as long that's another thing if as long as you're not cheap that's we could we good you don't got as long as you ain't cheap and as long as you don't have like cheap towels in your house and cheap linens and cheap shit in your house and your clothes is clean and nice and stuff i I can handle it that's then then we can go to denny's bitch i don't really care about anything else but you know what i'm saying like as long as you're not cheap i I can handle it but i wouldn't i could see like yeah i don't i'll go to olive garden bitch i'll I'll eat that fucking never-ending pasta bitch 
like down to the ground. Like, let's do it. You know, it doesn't mean that you don't know what it's like to go to like fine dining restaurants and like, you know, like really sickening restaurants. No, but it's like, bitch, I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with it. And I know I said this earlier this year, but it's like you either you want a connection with someone or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're weeding people out over like, oh, he didn't take me to, you know, Mr. Chow's and, you know, Lavo and all this other shit. And it's like, bitch, on a first date, like, mm -mm. honestly, no shade. I feel like if you do something like that on the first day, I don't know. I feel like it might be a red flag, too. I feel like it's like, mm, I don't know. But I, I feel like that should be in for 2024 is normalizing going to like regular, regular places on, you know, little inexpensive dates. Um, another thing I want to say going into 2024 that needs to be in is saying you're sorry um, and just owning up to it. Like, don't wait for somebody to bring it up. Just automatically. Be, if you know you did some shit wrong or, you know, you need to apologize, just own up to it. Apologize and move on. Be the bigger person. You know, I think that should be in for 2024. So here are some things I think need to be out for 2024. First thing first, fake faggotry. Yep. I'm t I am I said this, I think this year or was the last year, but I'm really getting tired of the fake faggotry. You're either a faggot or you're not. You're sucking dick or you're not. Okay. Stop doing all that fake gay shit. I hate it. What's that boy from Euphoria? Elodri? Elodri? I don't even know. The, the white boy who's like six foot four or whatever. Uh, that everybody think is so fine. And he be like doing all this gay shit, wearing purses and just queening out. And it's like, are you sucking dick or not? All right. So please stop. Okay. And I know the girls are going to be like, well, you know, it's okay to be gender fluid or, you know, let people express themselves and masculine and feminine things is just so archaic. And, you know, who cares? I care, bitch. Like, I don't want none of that shit. Please stop. Because the thing about it is we're getting into an area where I feel like, like Bad Bunny does this. And I think now he's over it. But he did all that gay shit. And like, now he just goes back to being a straight dude. It's like Miley Cyrus being wanting to be a nigga. And next thing you know, she's like, oh, just kidding. I want to go back to being a white girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop trying this on if you ain't about that life. You know what I'm saying? You want to suck this, want to suck dick or nah? You know what I'm saying? Are you trying to munch or nah? Are you trying to clap cheeks or nah? Like, okay, so stop all that gay shit. So that's what need to be out in 2024 is fake faggotry. Second thing that need to be out in 24 is content videos. Bitch, I'm so over the content videos. I really, and I, it, you know, it's, it's something I want to do. Like, I need to create my, like, TikTok cooking videos, you know, comprise all my cooking videos. Um, but the girls who be setting up tripods in Target and in parking lots walking in and out of Best Buy and all this other weird shit of just documenting their everyday life. Like, this is everything I do in one day. Bitch, nobody fucking, like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, Gen Z is really fucking cooked, bro. Gen Z is cooked. 
them bitches can't fucking their attention span is so crazy that they need to do a they need to do a story time and most of the time the story times is late it's always some late shit it's never no funny shit the story times is always late but they got to do their makeup while telling the story because it's the only way to keep people entertained and keep people watching which is nuts like gen z is really fucking cooked those bitches is over here having panic attacks because the menus um, at restaurants are too much for them to read. They're like, it's too extensive. They're over here Googling restaurant menus before they go to the restaurant because it gives them anxiety. Like, Gen Z is really fucking cooked. Um, so I just feel like content videos need to be out. The next thing that needs to be out in 2024 is life coaches and all that online fitness shit. Bitch, we don't care about your meal plan. We don't want to do no online coaching. Okay? We don't care about your life coaching because y'all are all bums. Like, I'm not trying to... I, I hate to... I know this sounds really fucked up, but, like, all you fitness people are bums. Like no for because I know them all. They're, I know them all. They 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 are all bums. Like they it, you think that they they life is popping and it's not. None, them niggas be broke as fuck, living on air mattresses, ain't got nothing. Raggedy cars, tires be bald as fuck. Like nah, don't tell me what to do with my life. And it's always those bitches who be making posts like. The reason why you're not successful in life is you don't, you're not a go-getter and you're not a this and shut the fuck up. Like all you do is go to the gym. You ain't got no friends. They're all depressed. You know what I'm saying? Like none of them have great sex drives. It's really like it's they're they're a different breed and we enjoy them and stuff like that. But it's like get we don't care about the online coaching. No one's buying that shit. And if you are buying that shit, you're a loser. Like you're actually a loser. Like, you're a loser. Like, losers buy things like that. And there's this one dude that always pops up on my timeline. And he's such a weirdo. Like, he does, like, all these, like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, life coaching things. Like, he'll say, like, a man is supposed to earn. A man is supposed to wake up every day and be ambitious. And you know what a woman's supposed to do? She's supposed to be a high-value woman. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Shut up. You live in a two-bedroom apartment, and there's nothing wrong with a two-bedroom apartment. But, like, don't be... You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't be a life coach and talk about, like, oh, I'm the 1% the, and be in a two-bedroom apartment, bitch. Like, I already peeped your shit. You got a you got a a bad fitted fucking uh, uh uh what's it called a suit. Okay? Like the suit don't fit right. Like why is your suit so fucking tight? You know what I'm saying? Like why do I see your ankles if you're wearing a suit with them little penny loafers? Why? The 1% isn't dressing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not wearing all that weird shit. You over here smoking cigars and all this other weird shit. The 1%'s not doing none of that shit, bitch. They're wearing Lululemon and fucking Sacconis and what's that shit? Hoka? What's that? Ho it's called Hoka? Them sneakers? That's what the 1%'s wearing, baby. They're not wearing a Zara suit that's two sizes too small. And a gold chain. It, they're, they're just, it's just, it, they're not. So... 
I, I just want to get rid of those people off the internet. There, We need to create an island. We need to find, like, I don't know who to talk to. I don't know, the United Nations. I don't know who 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 delegates islands, I guess. Or, like, we got to figure out something we could do. and We can send them to Antarctica. We need to send all those bozos to fucking Antarctica and just send them off and be like, this is where you guys need to go. Because enough of all that weird life coach shit. Sign up. Let me coach you. How are you going to tell me about my life? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's buying this? Losers. Really. It's re- You know what I'm saying? If you can't smell, if you can't sniff it out and be like, oh, this guy's a bozo. These people are bozos. Like, and it's always the ones who be like, a woman is supposed to do this and a woman, su- you don't get no bitches. Like, you don't get bitches. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get bitches. I know, like, Niggas who don't get bitches say shit like that. So, please, like, all that weird shit, like, please shut up. Like, j- that needs to go for 2024. Um, Another thing that needs to end for good in 2024 is destination weddings and destination birthdays. I've said this before on this podcast. Bitch, we don't care. We don't care. You're not that special. No one's getting on a goddamn plane, taking off time from work. PTO, putting in a request and shit like that, finding babysitters, finding outfits, and all this shit for your fuck-ass wedding. Nobody cares, bitch. Nobody cares. I promise you nobody cares. You think people care? You think like, oh, you know, my sister is going to be my bridesmaid. Nobody cares, bitch. Be a regular. You're not a superstar. You're not a celebrity. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're, And not saying you need to be that to do this, but it's like, you're not that girl. You know, like, it's not that deep, baby. Just be like a regular person. Have a wedding at the the city that you live in. Invite your family. They'll fly in. That's already enough. But to tell people to cross borders, go through customs, get their passport signed and check into hotels and do all this other, like, minimum spending and, like, all this other shit, like, no. And it's like what people don't understand is let's say – you're doing like a destination thing. What if I don't want to go to that country? What if I'm saving up money to go to, I don't know, Italy, and you got me in fucking Cabo, San Lucas? Bitch, I don't want to go to Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, I don't want to be there. You think I want to use my miles to go to fucking Mexico? Bitch, no. Come, come to Puerto Vallarta. Come to the Maya Riviera. Come to... What's that shit? Jamaica. Bitch, I don't want to go to those places. I don't have a desire to be there. I'm trying to go to, like, sickening places. You bitches are picking the cheap places. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But you're che- you're picking the cheap places. I don't want to waste my miles and my certificates and my airline status on your wedding to, like, be in a country I don't want to spend five days in. So... That needs to go in 2024. Get rid of it. Nobody fucking cares. Um, Another thing that needs to go out of 2024 and needs to die immediately is caterpillar eyelashes. Like, in 20 years, okay, so it's it's two things. I'll, I'll lump them together. Caterpillar eyelashes... And baby hairs that are not baby hairs. 
You know what I'm talking about. I don't need to explain it. But baby hairs that are not baby hair and caterpillar eyelashes. So, it makes me wonder, like, in 20 years when we look, or not even 20 years, in 50 years, when people look back on what the girls was looking like back in in the 2020s, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, bitch, what were they thinking? These bitches with these lashes? Why are they so long? Why are they so thick? Why are they so heavy? Can she see? Why does why does she look like she's squinting? Why why is it a whole row of black thick just just row a whole thick row of just black lash lashes and then a couple missing ones in the middle. And some of them are bent out of shape and like stuck together like why? Like the thing is so beauty in my opinion, but I think this is tried and true. Beauty is really indicative of your eyes. It really is. Beauty is in the eyes. It truly is cuz think about it. Have you ever seen somebody have glasses on and you'd be like, "Oh, they look kind of cute." And they take the glasses off and they look a chop. They look busted and crusted. Yeah, because the beauty is in the eyes, baby. It's the eye. Okay? Everything else on the face complements it. The nose complements it. The lips, the symmetry, hair, hairline, everything complements it. But the beauty in itself is in the eyes. Because a man could have beautiful eyes and then shave his hair, head bald. Not always. But for the most part, can be shave his head fucking bald and keep a beard for sure. But as long as the eyes are beautiful, oh, it's it's a done it's a done deal. So it's just it's so confusing to me when people want to block their eyebrows. I mean, block their eyes. Excuse me, block their eyeballs with these caterpillar eyelashes. So therefore, you look literally crazy. Like you look like. Jan from the Muppets. You know what I'm saying? So like I feel like that needs to end. The um the baby hairs need to end. So if they're not baby hairs, relax. Okay. Why are you why are you taking hair from your bangs and gelling them down? They should not be more than two inches. The hair itself should never be more than two. Bitch, it don't need to be more than an inch, in my opinion. But I'll I'll give you bitches two inches. Why is your baby hair six inches long? What's going on? Why? Okay. And the and the wigs that are coming out with the the built-in baby hairs that they're gelling down looks crazy because they're so set that that the part, you know, that the there's like half an inch from where the hair from the 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 wig starts and then the the baby hairs. Why is it half an inch? This looks it looks like somebody took two stickers on your forehead and placed them on there and said, oh yeah, this is hair. We can't look back on society in 50 years and see that. That 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 cannot be the representation of who we are as a society of right now. It just can't. So I feel like 2024. Please get rid of the caterpillar eyelashes and the toddler bangs. 
Um, another thing that needs to be out, just, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go into like reasons why, but I'm just going to name a couple people who need to be out in 2024. Um, Drake out. We're done. No, we don't need you anymore. You've done what we needed you to do. You've given us things that we needed. We just, we're done. Um, Crayshawn and Blueface for obvious reasons. Um, President Biden out. We don't need you back. No, you're old. You're on the way out, literally. Okay. We do not need you anymore. Thank you. It was great while it lasted, but we don't need you to, to return. We don't need a sequel. Okay. Miss Thing, we don't. And what you've been what you've been allowing to happen in Gaza, it's really I don't fuck with you anymore. So Biden is out. Um, who else can I think of that is out? Um, of course, Jada Pinkett is out. We're done with her. We don't need you anymore, baby. Um, who else? Who else? I think that's really about it. So those are that's my list for things that are in for 2024 and things that are out for 2024. And let's take a quick break and move right along. A smooth operator, a smooth operator. A smooth operator, a smooth operator. It's the top moment of 2023. Top moments of the Solomon Ray Luxury Podcast. Top moments. All right, so the best moments of 2023. Drum roll, please. The first thing that... Mm, do I want to talk about... Well, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me. I, maybe I'll try to put this in order. Mm, yeah. Maybe I... Yeah, maybe I will. Um, One of the things... No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm going to start with um, The Bald and the Bundleless. And I started listening to some of the episodes from this past year. And when I tell you, bitch, I was going through it. When I was bald, growing my bundles, I was going through it for like months. And I totally forgot now that I'm on the other side of things. I forgot how hard it was, that recovery. Yeah. I almost, there's one episode where I'm like, bitch, I regret doing my hair transplant because I just wish I would have, I feel so ugly, but now I'm so happy. I'm like, I'm, I can't imagine not doing my, my hair transplant. I look at pictures of me a year ago and look at that big ass forehead. I'm like, whoa, there's a picture of me and Serena from her birthday last year. And it's such a good picture of us, but bitch, my forehead is crazy. It is so, I didn't realize how big my forehead was. Bitch, I was looking crazy. So, the what you're about to hear is some lovely, beautiful renditions of songs that really, really highlight my struggle, my depression, and my strife from dealing with my bundles. So, let's take a listen. Hey, Leah. 
Don't wanna see the morning sun lately. I, I'm not much good to anyone lately. I don't laugh the way I used to do. Mm. Lately, I've been crying. Lately, I've been missing my bundles. Lately, I <clears throat> don't want to hear my favorite song. Lately, I, mm, I'm finding it hard to carry on. Lately, everything I see is painted blue. Baby, I've been dying. Baby, I've been missing my bundles. Lately, I don't know. Why ever let you go? I want you back. I need you back. Without you, it's so wrong. Bundles make it right. Bring my bundles back to my life. Cause there's nothing's been the same since they've been gone. Lately, I don't feel like talking to my friends. Lately, I, ooh, I feel like this pain will never end. I don't want to go to the places we went to. No, 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 no. I don't feel like smiling. Bundles I'm just missing. You. God. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Solomon Ray. <sighs> Hold on, let me get myself together, bitch. Mm. Um, that was a beautiful rendition of Faith Evans' Lately I. Um, <clears throat> wow, I don't even know really where I'm coming from. Um, welcome to the show, bitch. I'm missing my bundles, clearly, like... I'm going to get into it later, but I'm really going through it. <laughs> I, I know, like, okay, so I normally record the episodes on Wednesdays. Bitch, when I tell you yesterday I was depressed boots, it's not so bad today as it was yesterday. Yesterday I was, I don't know if it was a combination of, like, depression. Actually, it really wasn't depression. It was just, like, a combo of stress, a little sprinkling of anxiety and then like body dysmorphia on wall but it really wasn't body dysmorphia it was just bitch you are actually ugly like you're actually ugly like you know the girls with body dysmorphia be like oh bitch but they're actually really pretty and they be like oh bitch i feel like i look ugly no bitch i'm actually ugly i feel ugly i look ugly i therefore am ugly i am ugly it's been five weeks since you went away Left without a word Nothing to say 
When I was the one that gave you my heart and soul But it wasn't good enough for you no, so I ask God. God sent me a bundle from the heavens above. Uh, send me a bundle to heal my ball scalp from being so bald, bitch. Cause all I do is cry. God sent me a bundle to wipe the tears from my eyes. Uh. And I know it might sound crazy, but after all that, I still need you, Bundle. You want to come back in my life, but now there's something that I have to do. I have to tell the one that I once adored that they can't have my Bundle no more. Because my scalp is all out of lies, and my eyes are all out of cries. So, God... God sent me a bundle from the heavens above. Send me a bundle to heal my broken scalp from being bald in the scallywag. Cause all I do is cry and sit like a fucking chicken head. God sent me a bundle to wipe the tears from my eyes. Welcome to the Solomon Ray podcast. I'm your host, Ball Solomon Ray. Um, that was. Listen, this goes out to anybody missing somebody. Uh, seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. I laced the wig, you locked the glow. So from it hanging on the block for dough. Notorious, they got to know that life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we're still a team. Through your family, I fulfill your dream. And your future can't wait to see. If you get my hair, follow because of me. Reminisce some time. The night they took my bundles. Try to black it out, but it plays again. When it's real, feelings hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear my bundle back. I know you're still living your life. Come back. Take uh, every move I make. Every single day, every time. I, where the music go? I be missing you. Uh, waking up the day. They took my bundle away. What a joy to take, what a bond to break. I'll be missing you. Ugh. Listen, it's kind of hard with you not around. Know you in heaven, smiling down, watching me as I pray for you. Every day we pray for you, till the day we meet again. In my heart is where I keep you, friend. Memories give me the strength I need to proceed, strength I need to believe. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray. Um, I'm really going through it. Like, I'm, I know I said that a few weeks ago, and I know I've been saying that. <laughs> when I tell you I'm really going through it with these bundles, yeah, I'm really... I don't want to say I'm regretting getting my bundles, but I I'm just I I'm I'm 
I'm kind of thinking what life would be like if I did not get my bundles and was just my regular, regular self. Anyways, welcome to the show. My name is Tyler. And that was the saga of the bundles. So glad that that is over with. What I tell you, ooh, so glad. Um, the next thing, mes- most memorable moment of 2023 is um, this is kind of the introduction of me having beef. Um, and we'll get into it later, but this was kind of one of the first beefs, major beefs I had. And it was with Dick Wolf, the creator of shows such as um, New York Undercover, Law and Order, Law and Order SVU, blah, 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 blah. So this is when I really spiraled. Excuse me. Um, when it came to Dick Wolf and his fucking shenanigans. And um, let's take a listen. I have a beef with Law and Order SVU. So, Dick Wolf, let me tell you something. Um, I don't know if anybody watches Law & Order, especially SVU. I think there's something called Criminal Intent and Organized Crime. Ain't nobody watch those, okay? Nobody watches it. We all watch SVU. Okay, so we don't... I don't even know why. They need to just go ahead and put those things on ice and put the budget into SVU. You know what I'm saying? We don't... Ain't nobody watching Organized Crime. Ain't nobody watching criminal intent nobody gives a fuck about none of that bullshit we care about svu and marishka okay we care about benson all right no we miss munch bring munch back we fuck with finn we like finn um who else do we like i liked amaro um uh, who else who else who else who else used to be on there we definitely miss stabler duh that's like a constant stay. And the fact that they be playing these games with these little crossovers, making it because they put stable. Hold up. Honestly, I'm re- there's so many things going on right now that's really spiraling me. And I got beef with. I hate the fact that they brought back Stabler, but then gave Stabler his own little fucking spinoff with organized crime. Bitch, we didn't ask for that. We did not ask for Stabler to be on organized crime. Because ain't nobody watching. I'm, I love Stabler down to the ground. And we love the whole duo with Mariska and fucking Stabler. Um, Benson. I be call, calling her Mariska, bitch. We like Benson and Stabler. Okay? We love that. But we're not we're not going over to organized crime to go watch a Stabler. It's not going to happen. Bring Stabler. Put him on fucking SVU. That's the first thing. Dick Wolf, that's what you need to do. Bring Stabler. We've been asking this, so it's just so I don't really get it. Like I really, I'm actually getting ups- upset right now. I don't understand how bu- businesses be listening to us. We be like, this is what we want. This is what we want. This is what we want. And for some godforsaken fucking reason, y'all be like, yeah, but I don't know if that's really what you want. How? How sway? How? We're literally asking you, McDonald's, to bring back the goddamn fucking snack wraps. Where are the fucking snack wraps? Oh, they're in, they're in a couple places in in um, Long Island. A couple of them, so and so. Bring them, just bring them back. They're in London, bitch. Bring them back. We've been asking for the goddamn snack wraps, and they be playing on our fucking face, tweeting shit like, "If we could bring back one item menu, what would you like?" Tweet us your answers. The snack wrap, bitch. The snack wrap. The snack wrap. That's what we want. Bring it back. That's what we want. We want. We want. We want the snack wrap. 
bring back the goddamn snack wrap. And quit playing in my motherfucking face. Same thing with fucking Law and Order. Put Stabler on the goddamn thing. Don't put Stabler on organized crime, DEA, smugglers. I don't. We don't care about none of them damn spinoffs because we ain't watching them. We watching SVU, baby. Check the ratings. We are not watching none of that shit. We are stuck on SVU. It's been 24 seasons. That's all we watch. We don't watch them other... We don't even know what's going on over there. I don't even know what Criminal Intent is about. Can somebody please explain to me what Criminal Intent is about? We don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what that even means. Organized crime, I can kind of understand what that means, but I'm not even really trying. I don't even care. Don't care. Do not care. We are watching SVU. We are not going over there. Stop asking us to go over there, bitch. Bring Stabler on over to SVU. That's my one beef. My second beef with Law & Order is this. Stop doing these crossovers. We don't care about the crossovers season premiere is going to be on. I'm not watching that shit. I'm not doing it. I'm not watching that shit. I'm not. Please, just put the episode, put the premiere episode on fucking SVU. We're not going over there. We're not watching it. Third thing I got a problem with is stop turning SVU into criminal intent and and not, not criminal intent, cr- um, organized crime. SVU is supposed to be a one hour episode from start to finish. I should not be tuning in each week to wrap up each episode. This is not a series. You are not HBO. Stop that shit. Wrap up the fucking criminal investigation at the end of the hour. We need to send these bitches to, to prison and move on with the next crime. I when, when you start an episode of Law & Order, I don't need to see... I need to see somebody getting chased down, raped, mugged, or something else... And then, then that's how we start the episodes off. We've got to start the episodes off with sexual abuse, sexual, some, some, something sexual, whatever, as sexual special victim stuff, kids, you know, old people, rapes, stuff like that. That's how we start the episode. We're not starting no episode with a recap last week on, no, we're not doing no last week's shit. No. Start the episode off with a rape. Then... Get into um, th- them walking into the office. The SVU talking about, can I can I talk to 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 to, to, to uh, detective so and so? Yes, yes, yes. Sit down. Let me let me get your statement. What happened? Then roll it in on t- into the investigation. Then roll it in on the ID. Then give us a cliffhanger or not a cliffhanger, but give us like a a little turn of events. And then break bring us into the courtroom. Have them fucking spiraling on the courtroom. And then find out that it wasn't one but two but three people who were involved and put all three of them in jail and wrap that episode up and move on. I don't want to start no fucking episode of SVU talking about last week on. Last week. It's been three. I, I literally I think this past episode, the episode that aired Last week was finally like a, a solid, like a brand new episode that did not have to do with this long shit. We, I don't, please. It's so annoying. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Because when I watch TV, I don't really watch TV much. I sit, I went after my whole day is set and gone, bitch. I be in my motherfucking bed and I got a solid 30 to 40 minutes before I fall asleep. So when I watch an episode of Law and Order, I'm not going to be able to finish it. I'll only be able to watch like half of it. And then I fall asleep. 
Then the next night, I finished the in the rest of the episode of Law and Order. Well, if there's all, if it's like four episodes that are going in together and blending into a get together, I woke up. I was like, yes, last week I said I feel like I'll be watching the same shit. Well, what is going on? It was messing me up. Stop blending in all this shit. Stop doing all these crossovers and 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 these part threes and part fours and and double premiere. Stop. Just keep the same format. Y'all been on it. Listen, y'all been on air for twenty four years. Twenty four years. A lot of the girls don't get it. A lot of the girls don't get shows like that. A lot of the girls are not. And then it's like y'all been on the air for twenty four years, still pulling in five plus million viewers each week. Keep the format. Y'all gonna fuck up a good thing. Cause I was like, I'm about to, I'm gonna turn this shit off because I can't keep turning in on this shit. And it goes back to like some shit that happened. I thought for, I can't even keep track no more. Four episodes ago. Why are we still talking about this person? Isn't he dead? Move on. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, Dick Wolf. No, literally, like, I'm not even, I, I know I'm ODing right now, and I'm getting a little upset because it's literally so frustrating when it's like, the girls are saying, this is what we want, and y'all are not doing it. If somebody tells me, Solomon, we want um, you to make a product like this, or we want you to change this, you want to know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change it. I'm going to, I'm going to actually, that's free advice from the demographic, the audience, the customer base that actually funds this whole business. I'm going to go with them. I don't have to pay a, a group of people for their opinion when I'm literally getting it from the direct source. I'm going to do that. Bring us a snack wraps, McDonald's. We've been asking you when we're getting really tired. We've been asking you to bring back the high C orange. Thank you for bringing that back. Thank you. Now, uh, bring back the snack wraps. Because quiet as it's kept, there's really nothing good on the McDonald's menu. No shade. If you think about it, there's nothing that tastes great on the McDonald's menu. Maybe they've been changed, but I don't know if it's maybe just you, but McDonald's don't even taste good no more. It don't even taste right. It be tasting like I don't even know. It just don't 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 do nothing for me. It don't take me here nor there. It's really a take it or leave it. And I'm gonna leave it. McDonald's don't do shit. So I'll go back to McDonald's if y'all bring back them snack wraps, baby. Bring back the goddamn snack wraps. Keep the high C orange. Don't make sure it go away. Keep that hot mustard on, you know, keep the hot mustard going on. Thank you for bringing the spicy chicken sandwiches back. There's no need to keep taking them off the menu. Because I feel like every every 18 months, they gone. Ain't nobody told y'all to keep them spicy chicken sandwiches on that menu, please. Let that be a living item. Y'all got shit that we don't really want. Like them fucking apple, apple pie things. Ain't nobody want that shit. Nobody want that shit. Nobody. I don't know one person who'd be like, bitch, I'm craving me a little apple pie from McDonald's. Nobody. That sounds crazy. No, bring back the snack wraps. And Dick Wolf, I know Dick Wolf is over here just sitting here. Dick Wolf probably don't even watch SVU no more. But I know he he got the power. If if Dick, Dick Wolf say something, he could be like, bitch, 
cut them them things out and give us one solid um, standalone episodes and put Stabler put Stabler back on SVU and quit playing with us because it's like every 12 episodes Stabler comes in on SVU just keep him on just keep him on like you know what I'm saying and that's the thing that really drove me nuts when they were like um oh Stabler is back on SVU they did all this promotion just to be like and he has his own show bitch we didn't ask for that shit we didn't ask for that shit so girl bring back fucking Stabler and that's all I really got to say about that and move on so that was me spiraling over Dick Wolf, and I think that is what introduced me having beef. And one of the most listened to episodes of 2023, coming in at number three as the most memorable of 2023 for the Solomon Ray podcast, is the epi- the first episode I had where it was titled, Everything I Have Beef With. This was a highly listened to episode and people love it. In fact, yesterday, someone was like, please do an all beef episode. So I'll I'll try to do one for um, in the upcoming new year so y'all can have that. But this is the first time I did an all beef episode. So let's take a listen. Okay, first off. You know what? I mean, I feel bad because there's really no major topic. It's just beef. So first off with my beef, I just want to say, bitch, nobody asked for your advice. Okay? I just really fucking hate when a bitch comes up to me with unfucking solicited advice. Bitch, nobody asked. No, not one person fucking asked. And I'm the type of person where, like, <clears throat> I'm not trying to give it off like that, but I never really ask for people's advice. Not to say that I'm a know-it-all, but, like, I I pretty, I have my head on straight, bitch. Like, if I ask you for advice, it's because I really do want it. And because, as most Capricorns, we will be like, bitch, we don't know it all. But when we don't know something, we are the first to be like, bitch, give me as much advice as possible. I'm going to do my own little research. I'm going to look into it myself. We're going to, so we are the masters of those topics. <clears throat> Bitch, there's this guy who I barely even know. And I mean, it's really no shade. I'm not, he's a sweet guy. And I'm sure it's like a cultural thing, bitch. I don't know if he was, I don't know. I don't know if he was hungry it's Ramadan right now, bitch. I don't know. I don't know if it was just... I don't know what was going on, bitch. Because you know sometimes when you're hungry, you be doing some wild shit. So I'm just like, maybe it was something like that, bitch. So <clears throat> I haven't seen him since... I mean, I ran into him in, in January. And that was right before I got my, my bundles, my hair transplant. And so first thing he says... You shouldn't have gone to this place. You should have gone to this place. I went there to get my bundles. They did a good, they do a good job over there. I don't think you're going to like your, I'm like, just sitting there like, bitch, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, first off, you've never even seen my bundle. First off, bitch, quiet as it's kept. I've barely even seen my bundle because my bundle's not even here yet. It's still bundling. So I'm just like, First off, how you already giving off like you're not going to like my your results, bitch? I know I'm going to like my results based off of when I came out of surgery, what I saw. 
And plus, I like the surgeon's, his work. You know what I'm saying? But that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. I hate, I hate when somebody, and it doesn't have to do with me. It could be anyone. I hate when people do this. When somebody goes to get some sort of cosmetic procedure, even get their hair done, go to a bar, whatever, they're doing these things because, bitch, they want to look good. They want to feel better about themselves. The last thing they really fucking need is for your ass to come in with unsolicited advice talking about you shouldn't go there. You need to go to here. Bitch. Not one, not one moment in my life that I've been breathing air in these motherfucking lungs have I ever asked you for your opinion. And you know what? I don't really like to give it off like this. And you know what? I think I'm going to have to start giving it off like this. From now on, honestly, bitch, no, because now I'm getting pissed. Because now I'm thinking about other people who be giving their motherfucking advice. And I'm like, I be trying to not hurt people's feelings, I be really trying not to hurt people's feelings. Bitch, I don't want to give it off like this, but I'm going to start having to. First off, there is nothing, and I want to make this 1,000% clear, there is nothing, nothing, not one possible thing on your being, on your body, any sort of physical trait on you that I ever want to emulate. There's nothing I find about you attractive, nothing I find about you beautiful. When I think of beautiful, I do not think of you. When I think of handsome, I do not think of you. I hate to give it off like that, but it's just got has to be said, bitch. If you open up the floodgates, you got to be able to take it, bitch. And it'd be like, I'd be really wanting to tell people there's nothing about you I want to be, babe. Not one Thing. When I when I take my eyeballs and scan from the top of your head all the way down to your feet like a motherfucking robot, bitch, there's nothing that has that I scan that pops up and says, oh, that's it. No, never. Not always. Nope. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. Throw it in the trash. Actually delete. No. So please, Miss Mamas, leave your leave your opinions. Let me take care of my beauty, bitch. Let me take care of my beauty. I've been beautying and understanding. My, like, there's a, th like, I know what works for me. Leave me alone. I've been doing this for a very long time, bitch. I do not need, if I, bitch, if I see somebody, and there's been bitches where I be like, bitch, that looks lit. Do you mind sharing your team? Do you mind sharing who did your so-and-so, so-and-so? If I come to you, it's because something about what you got going on looks lit. Bitch, one scan of you makes me want to run for the hills. You're not going to sell me on, oh, you should have went to my person. Bitch, and they got your shit botched up, bitch. Looking like patched grass, bitch. Looking like, looking like half of the grass is dead. No, bitch. I'm not, uh-uh. Looking like a fucking Chia pet? Absolutely not. So I'm just sitting there in motherfucking bewilderment like, this nigga is, I, I'm confused because I'm like, is this nigga trying to like shade me? Or, you know what I'm saying? But I just feel like sometimes culturally, and this is like me dialing back a little bit because I do feel like sometimes culturally the girls 
Like there's, I don't know if it's like a language barrier or like a, because a, it sometimes it can be a language barrier. And I think it also can be a cultural barrier where like sometimes culturally, some people just be like, they just, that's just what they do. And I be looking at people like, bitch, don't stop. Please stop, stop, stop while you're ahead. I did not ask you for your fucking advice. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the most nastiest thing you could do to somebody. If somebody literally is freshly out of surgery, bitch, is still fucking recovering, the last thing they want to hear when they over here going through that whole motherfucking day feeling like a fucking troglodyte is to be like, oh, yeah, bitch, I did it wrong. And actually, and then at the same time, it's like, what am I supposed to do afterwards? Bitch, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's a real phone, like a, a landline. <laughs> Bitch, I don't even know where that phone is. It's crazy because my mom will never charge the phone. Anyways, what was I saying? Because then it's like, bitch, what am I supposed to do? Go back, pull out all my bundles, and, and hand my bundles to the person you suggest? I can't, it's un, it's in, it's not reversible now, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, it's so annoying. Uh, it is so annoying. Like, bitch, I hate that. And you know what? Honestly, I'm probably starting to become a nasty little cunt lately because there's been bitches who've been like, can I ask you a question? I'd be like, no, no, please just no. Leave me alone. Mm-mm. Hey, I'm just curious. Can, no. Uh-uh. No. And where was I? I was somewhere recently, and I almost did this to a man, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because his... Oh, I was at the gym, and I was changing, and this guy literally is just walking up to me, and he's pointing to my stomach, and he's like, can I ask you a question? And I literally was about to shut it down and be like, no, leave me alone. Stop asking about my scar. Leave me the fuck alone. Let me just be motherfucking MP. Like, I was about to lose it. Asked me, did your tattoo hurt? And I forgot I had a tattoo on my sternum. And I was like, oh, as a matter of fact, yes, it did. Like, And then, like, talked to him for, like, 30 seconds. But then I was about to shut it down because it's like, girl, like, stop. Just please, please. I just, I remember one time, I forgot where I was, but this guy was like, oh, I know. He was like, um, he was like, oh, what happened to your stomach? I was like, surgery. Oh, okay. What kind of surgery? I was like, just a surgery. He was like, oh, did it hurt? I was like, I don't know. I was under, I was under anesthesia. So that's how surgeries go. But he kept asking, and eventually he finally got the motherfucking clue. Leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... I don't think there's anything about me that just wants to walk up to a random-ass person and be like, bitch, why is your arm amputated? Hi, girl. Um, What is that scar over your face? Hey, girl, what is that burn? Is that a burn or a kilo? What is that? Like, there's never a moment on God's green earth where I'm going to ever walk up to somebody and be like, hey, girl, so that, what's that, girl? What is that? There's never a moment unless I'm like a a, a a burn specialist or whatever. I will walk up to somebody and be like, hey, girl, is that a burn? Oh, girl. Well, I'm a specialist. I would love to work with you. And if you want, here's my number. Boo, 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 boo. 
But bitch, if you can't do nothing for me, what am I just doing? Just feeding you information for what? What are you going to do with that information? Literally nothing. Nothing about your life has changed. Nothing about your life has advanced. You just leave me the fuck alone. Ugh. I don't even know how I got started. Oh, the guy who was just unsolicited advice. Like, and then there is somebody else who was like, oh, well, you know, you don't really want to buy a house right now. We are not the same girl. We are not the same girl. We're not the same girl. We're not the same girl. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to give it off like that. Sometimes I just sit there and just let it, let it just rock. But a part of me is like, first off, sis, we're not the same girl. We don't make the same. Like, I really want to give it off like this, but I don't. We're not the same girl. We don't make the same type of money. We're not even anywhere near anything similar. So your financial advice is not going to be the right financial advice for me. And I really want to give it off like that, but I'm trying to be a nice person. So I'm just like, girl, boo. You know what I'm saying? But I'm about tired of these motherfuckers giving me unsolicited advice, you know, inadvertently trying to eat me the fuck up when I'm just sitting there just quiet and just like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm about to pop off. It may not be now. It may not even be in a couple months. But eventually this year, I'm about to pop off and let, let a bitch have it. And they're just going to be sitting there in the motherfucking checkout aisle losing it, gagging. They're going to be like really fucking confused. Like, what the fuck? Right, bitch. Stop at, Stop giving people unsolicited advice. We do not need it. Especially if your advice is not that good. That's like a bitch giving parenting advice ain't got no motherfucking kids. Bitch, you ain't got no kids. That's 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 the first that's the first part. Okay? Giving me financial advice ain't got no finance. <laughs> How you going to give me investment advice and ain't even got no investment? How you gonna try to give me bundle advice and even got no bundle? Get out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Like, go talk to, I don't know, like a Taurus, okay? I'm a Capricorn. We gotta, we understand shit. We got it, we got it going on. You don't understand where we're going. You know what I'm saying? We have a whole plan. We have a whole trajectory. We know where we're going, baby. Go talk to them other signs like Tauruses and stuff who just be wandering and don't know what the fuck they going, got going on in their life. Bitch, we, uh, Capricorns, we got it going on. Please, leave us alone. Please, go give the advice to them. They, they take anything. Girl. <sighs> now, moving right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. And now my next beef, bitch. So, I've been really wanting to say this, and I'm just, you know, I've been really debating if I wanted to even mention this or not. But here's the thing. I have I mean, I think I have mentioned this. I'm really getting tired of fucking tipping the girls. I'm really fucking getting tired of tipping the girls. I'm really getting tired of it. So there was this... Hold on. I need to pull it up. Because it's not making any motherfucking sense. Hold on. All right. So New York Magazine um, published a article... Um, basically just saying, you know, basically this, this lady named Emma, who's a general manager for this restaurant, she's basically saying like, you know, tipping, the girls are not tipping up what they need to be tipping. They're not tipping 20%. You know, there's people who are tipping 10%, 6%, blah, 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 woo -doo -woo -doo -woo. 
And Emma says, like it, like it or not, tipping is a non-optional aspect of dining out in America. And the expectation is that diners will add a tip of around 20% to their bill. You can argue with the system or point to its flaws, but by now, we all know the rules and this money is our staff's living wage. Well, let me tell you something, Emma, bitch. And I wasn't even really going to give it off like that, hoe. I really wasn't going to give it off like that, hoe. But you know what? You put your fucking foot in your mouth. Let me tell you something, hoe. Bitch, how about, Emma, you pay your staff a living wage? She says, this money is our staff's living wage. Bitch, no. Emma, let me tell you something. You pay your staff a living wage. How about that? How about that, Emma? Now... I'm not trying to give it off like that because I am a bitch who will literally just send 20% off on the bill. But bitch, I ain't tipping off. Hold on. I'm I'm tipping on off the total of the food and the drinks, of course. But I'm not I'm not tipping off the tax and shit because the girls be like tipping off the tax. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you 20% off the food. Okay. And, you know, let's say somebody... Girl, I'm not even really going to get into it. Anyways, whatever. I tip the girls when I'm in the restaurants. Whatever. So I'm not even trying to give it off like I'm a bitch who don't tip. Because I do. But here's the thing, Emma. And I wasn't even going to say anything because I was like, you know what? Yeah, the girls ain't tipping. The girls ain't tipping. The girls ain't tipping. But you know what, Emma, bitch? The last thing we need is you. Like, I could see if it was like a waiter saying this but you as the manager saying y'all bitches is coming up in my motherfucking restaurant eating up all the goddamn food and you're not giving a 20 percent tip how am i how am i servers supposed to live how are my servers supposed to pay their bills bitch because you need to pay them emma how about that why the fuck are these why is the service industry so fucked up to where y'all are relying on first off you want people to come in and patronize your business. But then yet and still, you want working class people. We're, bitch, we're not, not everybody's a billionaire. Not everybody is motherfucking, you know, loaded. Some people are just regular, regular people who make still good money. You know what I'm saying? Still doing well. Not saying people are down in the fucking dumps. But you want people to come in, the working class, and you want the working class to pay their living wage. When you, when the restaurant, and most of these restaurants are multi-million, if not billion, restaurant groups. Y'all making all this money. Y'all making all these profits. You can't give your workers some money. I'm confused. I'm really confused. Where the money going? Where is the money? Where are, what are you doing with the money? Where is the money? And why isn't it going to, why, I'm not saying all the money got to go to them. I'm not saying all that. I'm not saying all the money got to go to the workers. I'm not saying all that. But I know like some, like some um, servers be like, bitch, yeah, I think I make like a dollar fifty an hour and then the rest is supposed to be for tips. That's wild. That's wild. And, and it's just wild to me that, First off, this article even exists. And then two, y'all blaming people for not tipping 20% on something that is literally optional. Optional. 
Okay. And then you get the, a manager, a general manager of a restaurant talking about some, yeah, you bitches ain't paying, paying. I don't know what, what y'all doing over here, but y'all over here eating up all the food and y'all ain't even paying my workers. That sounds so ass backwards to me. That sounds so ass backwards. And the thing that's crazy is like, whenever you think of these things, like even servers will be the first to be like, well, if you can't afford the food, don't come in and eat. And you're supposed to be tipping. This is how I make my living. It is such a pimp and hoe situation that they can't even see it themselves. Is such a major pimp and hoe situation. The restaurants, the restaurant groups is the is the pimps. And the servers and the workers is the hoes because they brainwash these servers into thinking like they're they brain brainwash them into their loyalty. They can't even think for themselves. They have no autonomy for themselves. They just like, nah, this is my loyalty. This is this. I'm, I reps this motherfucking restaurant. I rep my pimp, bitch. And I'm gonna give all my, I'm gonna give bend over backwards and give all my time and energy to my pimp so they can make millions and millions and millions of dollars. And I'm just going to, I'm gonna fight for these little 20, this little 20% tip. That's crazy. And they can't even see it. You loyal to a bitch that don't even give a fuck about you and would literally drop you like a motherfucking bad habit. That's th that's crazy to me. It's such a pimp and hoe situation. And I'm not saying, like, honestly, <clears throat> in all aspects of life, if you really kind of break it down to it, we're all in pimp and hoe situations. But that's a that's a major pimp and hoe situation. They pimping them out hard, bitch. And now you got your pimp. Now you got your pimp in New York Magazine talking about some, you ain't even paying my hoes 20%. <laughs> bitch, that's crazy. Reverse psychology on that ass, bitch. That's crazy, bitch. And, but see, I can't say too much because I do feel this is my 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 idea when it comes to tipping. Tipping should be something that you give that's extra. That's like, bitch, you did the damn thing. Here's some extra coinishes. That's how I feel. So if I go to a restaurant, you know, and it's given like, all right, well, what would you, what wine would be worth? Like, what's a good wine that you suggest? Da -da 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 -da. You know, I don't want it to be too dry. Da -da -da -da. Oh, get this wine, bitch. All right, cool. Thanks, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, can you explain? Da -da -da -da. Now, I'm not, and I'm not asking you to give a fucking speech, bitch. Like, you at the, you, like, I'm not asking for all that. But sometimes I do want, like, a little... Not explain the menu, but just give me, like, a rundown sometimes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it's... And then sometimes it's like... Like, there was this lady at STK that me and Serena loved down. And she was so sweet. She was just... Just attentive. Just great. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's amazing service. And not everybody gets amazing service. I understand it. But that's kind of... I'm not saying in order for you to get your tip, you got to be bending over backwards and just, you know, coming back consistently. I'm not saying all that. But that's where I can kind of see people getting a tip. You're doing something that's beyond just ringing up the damn food and bringing it to the table. You know what I'm saying? Now, 
But the thing that's really starting to really bug me down is now everybody's starting to ask for a tip. Bitch, there's... So I go to Jamba Juice. Sometimes I'm trying not to do it because I'm trying to save my monies, bitch, and try to do this shit at home. But if I'm not home, like, let's say I've been out, you know, running errands for two hours and I'm about to go to the gym. Clearly, I'm not about to drive all the way home and make me a shake. So I'll go to Jamba Juice and do a little protein shake um, before I go to the gym because it gives me, like... It's, like, enough carbs. I think... No, I don't want to say they're empty carbs. There's some sort... There's some sort of carbs that do really well to fuel you through your workout. Anyways, girl, boo. So I go and I order my little thing, whatever... And now they flip the little the little tablet and it'd be like, you know, do you want to tip? And there is an option to not tip. But like I would say I tip only a dollar. I do not tip more than a dollar, bitch. If my juice is eight dollars, bitch, I'm not giving you 20 percent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not giving you two dollars, three dollars on no eight dollar juice, bitch. That's crazy. I'm going to give you a dollar. A dollar. And I'm not giving a dollar all the time. I'm really doing it every, like every other time I go. Maybe every three times I go get my juice. And that's it. I'm not I'm not loading up the tip bucket, bitch. But it's wild to me because it's like... Jamba Juice... You know what? I'm in front of this computer, bitch. Jamba Juice. Okay. They have is worth two hundred million dollars. Oh, that's it. Oh no, it's acquired. Oh, it's acquired for two hundred million. Okay, let me see how much because I need to just wrap this. Oh wow, their revenue is believed to be as high as four hundred and ninety-eight million. Um, hold on, let me see who takes care of. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, that's kind of wild. Four, basically 500 million. And let's see, will it show any of its profits? Um, doesn't really say. Okay, Jamba Juice is prop, is a profitable business from the franchise. Who's, oh, not really. Doesn't really say anything. Um, anyways, so it's a 500, basically a half a billion dollar company. So you pay people to ring them up and then they make their juice. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm just trying to figure out at what point do they deserve a tip? For what what are they doing outside of their job description where they deserve a tip? Again, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not trying to be like a cheapskate. I'm just trying to help me understand, bitch. Especially the pro tippers, you know, like, Tip, 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 tip. Okay, cool. At what point? So am I tipping you for punching on the screen and ringing me up? Which, honestly, it's really no shade. I'm not trying to give it off like that. I did at least 50% of the work because I'm the one who put my card into the thing. I stuck the card in, bitch. (laughs) I'm not trying to be a dick, right? But I'm just trying to figure out, like, I did half of the work. You know what I'm saying? Like, the menu's right there. I can see the menu. I'm looking at it with my eyeballs. I'm reading the menu. You know what I'm saying? I did not ask for any help with the menu. I already knew what I was going into. I said, bitch, this is what I want. Boom, 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 boom. You ask me what size. I say medium. Boom, 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 boom. You ring it up. You say stick the thing in the, the, the card in, in the machine. I stick the card in the machine. It says remove it. I remove it. What am I tipping you on? 
No, for real. What am I tipping you on? Then it gets sent to the, the, the computer. You know, the computer already did most of the work by sending the goddamn order. You're not writing anything on a, on a, on a pad. You're not sending, you know what I'm saying? You're not verbally telling the person over there by the smoothie machine, this is what you need to do. This is what the order is. This is what the person, like you're not saying literally anything. There's no dialogue. The person at the smoothie machine is literally just reviewing the, the recipe, putting some shit into a motherfucking blender, hitting blend, putting it into a thing and handing it to me. It does not seem like you went above and beyond. And I'm not, I'm not shading them. I'm not really eating them up at all. I'm not trying to give it off like that, but I'm just saying like nothing has really transpired outside of you're going to have to do that ever with every person. You have to do that. Those exact same steps with every single customer. It's not like you were like, oh, bitch, I was I wanted to go above and beyond, bitch. And I actually wanted to hit blend on the smoothie machine, bitch. You're going to have to hit blend regardless. Why did it went above and beyond and I put it in a in a cup for you? Bitch, you have to put it in a cup regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, what am I tipping you on? But the thing is that nobody really wants to talk about is the fact that, like, we're getting away from this idea of tipping people for, um, you know extra service are going above and beyond now it's just part of american culture where we're like bitch let's tip everything bitch i'm not tipping y'all motherfuckers anymore i'm really tired like i used to be a big tipper i used to tip down bitch i'm not doing that shit no more shit really fucking changed for me when i started to switch gears and realize how much money i was making you know how much money I wasn't making. I started realizing how much money I was spending, how I'm going to afford this home, my investment home, how I'm going to flip that home. Like, once I started thinking like that, I was like, uh-uh, I'm not wasting my money on dumb shit no more. I just can't. I need to be a little bit more, you know, aware of where my money's going. And I just can't be giving y'all tips for just doing nothing. There's this place called um, Flame Broiler. And I like going there sometimes because all they literally do is put grilled chicken on top of white rice. That's just literally all they make. They don't make nothing else. Bitch, I'm, I'm honestly, now that I'm thinking about that's all they do, now I'm really more annoyed. Bitch, they literally, all they do is make bowls of white rice or brown rice with grilled chicken on top. That is literally all they do. They do not make anything else. They do not make... Nothing else, bitch. That's all they make. So I stopped going there because it was getting to the point where I was like, bitch, this is crazy. So I went, I haven't been there in like maybe like a year since I moved or maybe a year or two. And so now that I'm back in San Diego, I go there. I'm like, oh, this is a great place for me to get my protein intake in for the day. You know, if I'm in the area, I'll go there. Boom. I go there. I order the uh, just a regular-ass chicken bowl, bitch, because it's not like they have an extensive meat. It's literally just, you want chicken? Do you want white rice or brown rice? That is literally it. And you tell them, and so they ring me up. I, went, I stick my card into the thing. Bitch, you cannot bypass the tip area. They got that thing nigger rigged to have a tip area. And people, people don't know what nigger rig is. It's, I don't know if, like, non-black people know what this is, but basically growing up like you know when you do something that you kind of like i don't know how to, i just want to say nigger rigged but you just kind of 
like, let's say, like, your, your car door is not really working or, like, it don't, but you got to, like, hit it this way and turn it this way to open up the door because, or, like, you, no, that's not a, a good example. Um, let's say something's broken where you don't get it fully, fully fixed. You kind of rig it into a way to where it's fixed just for now, but sometimes you can also nigger rig something to where it's, like, it's basically, like, not doing a factory not doing things by the book. Put it that way. I'll put it that way. Anyways, long story short, they got a nigga rig to where, like, you cannot bypass. So when you stick your, your card into the machine, you have to t- put a tip. Of, otherwise, when you can't bypass it. You can't put no tip. And I was like, this is crazy. These bitches are asking for a tip for literally putting white a scoop of white rice into a bowl and plopping on some grilled chicken on top of it. Like, you would think, bitch, you thought you would think, bitch, you over here giving fucking Julia Childs, bitch. You would think, like, oh, she over here whipping it up, bitch. Like, you thought, you would think it's giving Bobby Flay, you giving Soup Flambe, bitch. It's giving Be Our Guest, bitch. It's not giving Be Our Guest. It's get your food and get the fuck on out of here, bitch. That's really what it's giving. It's not giving, like, Be Our Guest, Belle. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Because honestly, you know, when them, um, when Belle was in the thing and all them fucking dishes came out and the, and the oven went up and everybody started making all that food for Belle, Belle, if, if they asked Belle, bitch, all right, put a tip in him. Belle should have gave a tip because they was doing the most. They was giving you song and dance, light production. They was giving you pyrotechnics. They was giving you acrobatics, bitch. It was giving you con. It was just over. They should have gave, Belle should have gave a tip, but it's not giving that over at Miss Flame Broiler. They wasn't giving Be Our Guest tea. And I'm not saying you need to give Be Our Guest tea, but it's like, all you did was grab one of them plastic ass bowls that's already stacked up. You took them plastic-ass bowls, scooped that motherfucking rice in, and plopped some motherfucking grilled chicken on, and now you want me to give you a 20% minimum tip? I'm gonna do this now, but I'm not coming back. Because you really got me fucked up. I'm not doing all that. That's crazy. 20%. That's the thing that really... And it, it just upsets me because it's like... And I'm not trying to give it off like this, but it's like, thank God. And I mean, I really want to thank my ancestors. I'm very grateful. I'm not hurting for money like I used to in the past. I know what it's like to not have money, which I, honestly, bitch, that's going to be my next. Bitch, let me write that down because that's my next beef. Hold on. No, because honestly, bitch, I'm really getting upset. I'm really getting upset. Hold on. Bitches, we really broke. Let me write that down, bitch, because that's my next beef. <laughs> No. So it's like, I'm not, I'm blessed that I got money to, if I want to give off three, four extra dollars, I don't mind it. It's not, it's not going to break the bank for me. Thank God. I'm not saying that to gloat. I'm not. But it's just because some people may not have that. You know, some people may be like, bitch, we keeping it tighter this month. And I hate when bitches be like, well, if you can't afford to go out and eat, 
then you need to stay your ass at home. Bitch, not everybody can do that. And then that's also not feasible when it comes to our motherfucking economy, you fucking dumb dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, these businesses still need to be working. They still need to, they still want business. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because the people who are running these businesses are money hungry and don't want to cut their workers. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me they can't give their workers an extra, I don't know, $500 a month? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you start peeking at somebody's profits for some of these companies, that's when I feel like your opinion about all this bullshit will change. Because then you'll be like, nah, bitch, this don't make no damn sense. So, and honestly, I really hate it when people be like, well, you should stay home. Not everybody has the means, I mean, not means, but like not everybody has the ability to just stay home and cook. Some people are constantly working between more than one job. You know, some people don't have the ability to cook at home and then bring it or either like, let's say you're hungry, like you're between jobs or you're like you're in between things. Some people like for me, the only time I've been eating out is when I'm literally in between, like I'm like, I I need to eat right now. I do not have time to drive all the way home, bitch. And literally the whole purpose of this business selling food is for people to buy the goddamn food. The purpose of the business is not for the people to pay the employees. Cause what the fuck is that? What am I buying? What am I, am I paying for food or am I paying for a salary? Like, I'm confused. Because if that's the case, then you don't need to call me a customer, bitch. If I'm paying, if if you run a business, okay, if you run a business and your whole business model is to create food where people buy and consume and I'm someone who's patronizing your business, and you're now expecting me, oh, no, 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 you'll buy the food, but you have to also pay my pay my employees. Then don't call me a customer, bitch. Don't call me a customer. Call me a, a part owner. We need to, I need to talk to my CPA, if that's the case. If I'm working with you, if we're working hand in hand because I'm helping pay your employees, we need, don't call me a customer, baby. Mm-mm. Then, uh, then I need one of these meals for free. I need, I'm an employee now, baby. You need to, you need to comp one of these meals. Where I'm an employee. We're, we're, we're equals. We are joint. <laughs> we are in this shit together, bitch. Cut me a fucking employee card, bitch. Where is my employee spending account? If that's the case. Cause I didn't know, I didn't know I was walking in here to get this fucking chicken bowl, bitch. And I was, I was expected not only buy the chicken bowl and go home but i thought oh now i'm supposed to buy the chicken bowl but i'm supposed to also help pay for the salary okay just let me if that's the if that's where we are right now then we need to really start i need to start negotiating i need you to talk to my cpa my accountant and my money manager and we gotta get this shit together okay because i filed taxes in oop two days so we gotta figure this out baby because something, something ain't adding up. Because it seems like, to me, you're the one who owns the business, who's getting all the coinishas. And I am i don't, where's my coinisha with all of this? Because I don't, I don't see no coinisha coming my way. I just see the coinishas leaving. The only thing I thought I was getting in exchange is I give you a little bit of coinisha, I get my chicken bowl. So, 
just riddle me that bitch and um and that was my a snippet of my everything i have beef with episode there's a part one and a part two and a part three so maybe i'll do part four in the next couple weeks because there's a lot on my chest um that i want to get off so that was that this next one is um Another memorable moment with you guys, if you remember, is this. I gave my story of how I met Fred, the guy who gives me all this money, and how we hooked up with the same guy. <sighs> yeah, this is a mess, but I figured I would include this because it is one of people's favorite memorable moments of the Solomon Ray podcast. So coming in at number four is this, and let's take a listen. And that was my a snippet of my everything I have beef with episode. There's a part one and a part two and a part three. So maybe I'll do part four in the next couple weeks because there's a lot on my chest um, that I want to get off. So that was that. This next one is... Um, Another memorable moment with you guys, if you remember, is this: I gave my story of how I met Fred, the guy who gives me all this money, and how we hooked up with the same guy. <sighs> yeah, this is a mess, but I figured I would include this because it is one of people's favorite memorable moments of the Solomon Ray podcast. So coming in at number four is this, and let's take a listen. All right. Um, some of you guys know um, about Fred. Some of y'all don't, but just a real quick story. So I was in Boston with my friend or whatever, and I go on like my, you know, the little grinder app or whatever, like a little hookup app and whatnot. And this guy was pressing me like a button down on a Friday night. Like, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? And I was like, girl, boo, 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 boo. But I wasn't even saying anything. I just, you know, ignored it. And not in like a mean way, just... I don't have the time to just reply to every single message in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't do it. Especially if I'm not interested. So he was like, one day he was like, um, if I pay you, will you reply back? And so I didn't even... I just dusted it. I said... I didn't even ask him for how much. I was like, here's my Venmo. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm quick. Just here. Send me a Venmo and we'll see. So he sent me $500. So then it got my attention. I said, oh, girl, here's my my number. Here's my actual personal number. Let's talk. And so needless to say, Fred is someone who, shout out to Fred. But um, I've never met him a day in my life. I've never, like... I've never sent him news. I've never sent him feet pics. Um, literally nothing. You want to know what it is, and this is the, like it's. It was wild when it first happened. Now, I think because I've just known him for how long have I known him since 2018, so it's been a while. Um, but he just likes to talk, and he like I would just be like, "Give me two thousand dollars, and I'll talk to you." But not like over the phone talk. Like he's called me like a couple times, but like not really that many. Um, and he just likes to talk like like text. But here's the kicker. He likes to like he'll get drunk <clears throat> and he likes to talk text about like random shit. Like, 
oh, I just, you know, I, I wish, you know, I was handsome. So like guys would just, you know, want to have sex with me or whatever. And I would just be like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And so he'll be like, oh, I just wish I was like his fantasy is being like gang banged or something like that. So like he, he has a couple fantasies, like he wants to be gang banged. He wants to like, you know, be in the park and then get gang banged in the park. Or then like he wants like homeless people to have sex with him or some shit. Like it's weird shit, but it's not, it's nothing I can't handle. <laughs> it's nothing I can't handle for $2,000. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I could definitely text you for two, two but see, here's the thing though, guys, he, you need to like, when it, when it first started, like I would have to text him for like three hours. Like it'd be like three hours of texting. I'm like, girl. Like, he didn't set, like, a limit, like, I'll give you $2,000 if you text me for three three hours. No, it was just, it would take, he would just be up drunk, and then it would take him a while to, like, I guess, pass out or stop texting. But, um, so, yeah, but it's not, it's nothing I can't handle, bitch. I could literally just text you here and there and be like, oh, yes, like, that's crazy. Like, I bet, you know, there's a lot of people in your city. So, he, he doesn't live, any, he lives in Boston, but he doesn't live anywhere near me. Needless to say, so I've just been, um, he used to, do, for like the first two years he did, you know, he would always give me tons and tons of money, but now I just don't have the time or the patience to like sit and text him anymore. But like, sometimes I will, like if I'm bored, but now it's no longer three hours. Like now it's like 45 minutes worth of texting. I'm like, girl, I can do this. And so he'll send me like a little $2,000 here and there. And bitch, I'm not good. I'm not too good for a little 2000 bitch. That's till two, <clears throat> that's till two thousand dollars, and I just keep that money sitting in my Venmo. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I have my my Uber Eats and stuff connected to my Venmo and my Grubhub and all my my food deliveries connected to my Venmo. And so and anytime he like sends me money like two thousand dollars, whatever, like oh that's my food money. He be giving me lunch money. Shout out to to Fred for giving me my lunch money. <clears throat> but um. What are you talking about right now? Oh, Jesus. He's like, um, <clears throat> he wants to hire a bunch of escorts. Oh, my God. This is really graphic. I won't read this out loud. He wants to hire basically a bunch of escorts in February to do a gangbang on him. <clears throat> Fabulous. <clears throat> but see, what I normally do is I'd be like, oh, my God, you should order. Like, me should order. You should hire, like, five escorts or whatever and have them video you and like send me the videos, but he never does. That's the thing. And that one point in all of our talking, there was one moment where I was like, Solomon, don't feed into his fantasies too much. Cause what if he like does something and like one of these escorts kills him or robs him, you know, I'm like, bitch, is it my, it was, it, will it be my fault with the police? Like look at his phone and be like, yeah, hire five escorts and just let them run a gangbang on you. But like, he never does. That's the thing. So I'm like, bitch, I just hope he don't, he don't actually get the fucking balls to like do it. And like they fucking rob him or something. You know, what's crazy though. Now this is really sick of me that I'm saying this, but like, I mean, I like, I don't like if something did happen to him, I would actually generally feel bad. Like it wouldn't be my fault, but like, I would feel bad. Like somebody, like if he said like, Oh, you know, I got punched in the face by one of these escorts I would have been I would feel bad you know what I'm saying because it's like I've never met you a day in my life you know I know what he looks like 
but like I've never met him a day in my life. I don't know. I've never broke bread with him. But it's like after texting somebody for like five years, you'd be like, damn, that sucks, you know? But still run that money. You know what I'm saying? But still run that money. Still run me my money. I remember one night he gave me like $12,000. And it was wild because what did I do? Oh, that's what it was. I had to start. This is this is that we kept maxing out on limits. So I didn't know there was limit like daily limits on Venmo and Cash App. So we were hitting all the all the limits. So then I had to like create new accounts. And then like every like this is when I was like, send me another 2000. Send me another 2000. And I thought like eventually he was going to say no, but he never did. You know, I think also there's this thing called like, what are they called? Fin doms and fin slaves, like financial doms and financial slaves. So like he would consider be considered like a financial slave and I'd be like his dom, like his financial dom. I don't know too much about it, but I've heard like on the internet, people be like, oh yeah, I have like a little fin slave. And then I'd be looking at how much money they begin. They'd be like, yeah, he gave me a hundred dollars right now. I'm like, you bum bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like you're a bum bitch. And like, I'm not saying like, you know, like showing your titties or like sending like, but it's, there's so there is, I feel like it's a psychological thing, but I don't know, but I'm like, damn bitch, you sent feet pics for a hundred dollars, bitch. That's not a fendom. That's just a nigga on the other line. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's no shade, but it's like the girls be like, oh, I got me little sugar daddy. I got me little something, something. I got... No, you don't got none of those things. You just got a nigga that's trying to text you, bitch. That's trying to pipe. It's really actually wholeheartedly. It's really not no shade. I'm not trying to like be rude, but you don't got no sh- sugar daddy. You don't got no fin, fin slave. You're not a, fi- a, a financial dom. Like, those things are not you, bitch. You just literally got a nigga on the other line that's trying to pipe. I have a nigga on my line who does not want to pipe, who just literally wants to just... He gets drunk and be wanting to give me his money. My friend, um, he, it, he didn't introduce me to that because I was like, bitch, I don't want no, no parts of that shit. But he used to know this guy... And, but see, my friend was also an escort, so it kind of, like, was a little different, but he would want to be dominated financially, and so he would have my friend log into, like, while he was at the house, he would have my friend log into his bank accounts and, and, like, transfer money. I was like, bitch, this is crazy. But he was, like, giving, like, $7,000 or whatever. I was like, bitch, you 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 still ain't got no Fred, bitch, because Fred be cracking me with twelve G's, bitch, here and there. He'll throw me a little two G's once a week, you know, bitch. You yeah. shout out to Fred, but but yeah, I remember when my friend told me that I was like, damn, he he really did that, and because uh, at that time I was like, this is insane. Like, what does he get out of this? But but you know what? It's really okay. I shouldn't say this, but. But no, I say it because it's also, I feel like <clears throat> these things need to be said. So you, the girls know the dangers that are out there. So my friend, part of that like negotiation with him getting like transferring money through the bank account was he had to smoke meth. Now, I know you're laughing. I know I can hear you. 
I can hear you. I can hear you laughing, or I know you're gasping. I know you're doing some sort of very um, exaggerated reaction right now. I could see it. I just, I know you're listening to this. Wherever you guys are listening to this, I know. But literally, part of the 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 way it would work is he would be like, "Oh, I have to smoke meth," and so I mean, me, you know me, I'm I'm like one of the friends that's like, "Bitch, what?" So I remember when he told me that. We were in New Orleans, and I said, bitch, I'm sorry, what? And he was like, at the smoke bath. And I was like, um, were there other options? Like, I feel like meth is a very long-lasting drug. I feel like it's, you're going to be up for 36. I like, what the fuck? And he was like, yeah, I just was like, I did it. So long story short, he just, that was what it was. And then he was like, one day he smoked too much meth and his tooth, he felt his tooth come out. And I was like, bitch, I know I'm supposed to be a supportive friend, but I kind of need me a little 7,000. I remember, I mean, this is back in the day where I was like, bitch, I kind of need me a little 7,000. I was thinking, bitch, between you and I, I was like, bitch. What do, what do I really got to do, friend? T- don't, like, tell me what do I really... Like, don't leave no no shit out, bitch. Because I don't want to walk up in this motherfucker and some shit happen. Let me know, please, friend. What all do I have to do? So you're telling me $7,000, I just got to smoke some meth. I said, do I just... I could do a little little quick little, like, fake inhale, bitch. Or do, you, do, do he watch you really pull that bitch in? He said, no, like, you know, we just sit around. I'm like, oh, I think I can, like, fake it out. You know what I'm saying? But even if I didn't have to fake it out, I was like, I wouldn't mind smoking a little meth for $7,000. Bitch, listen, $7,000 to smoke meth is, I mean, it's not where I'm at right now. I definitely would never do that. I'm very, like, don't want drugs. But I was like, at that point, I was like, seven Gs, bitch. I guess I'm just going to be up for 36 hours. But needless to say, that ain't me and Fred. Like, me and Fred. And I know some people are, like, probably wondering, like, bitch, there's no way this nigga's giving you money. Like, I promise you, I've never met this man a day in my life. Never. Um, And you know what's crazy? He's always like, oh, I'm going to come to New York. I'm going to come to New York. Um, And then, and so what he'll do is he'll, like, he'll say, like, these things, like, oh, I'm trying to do a gangbang in New York. Will you help me? I'm like, yeah, girl, I'll help you, girl. He's like, all right, so I'm going to get a, a hotel, and these are the dates. So he'll he'll make the reservation, and he'll, like, screen cap it and send it to me. But then he never, he, he you know, the day of, I'll I be forgetting whatever, but he just cancels the reservation. He never does, he, never, he literally never does anything. So, yeah, and so anyway, so, like, every time he's like, this time I'm really going to do it, I'm really going to do it. I'm like, girl, boo. Girl, boo. But I do remember one time, um, okay, this is like really a wild and crazy. This is a very, <laughs> this is a wild podcast episode. Um, so I remember one time I was in Mexico City and it was like the years 2019 or maybe it was 2018, whatever. I'm in Mexico City and I kind of need, I don't want to say I kind of need the money, but like. I wanted the money, if that makes sense. Like, I was like, I can handle everything that I'm doing right now, but if I could cipher out at least 8000 from this man tonight, I'm going to do it. 
And it was sucked because I had a music video shoot the next day. And I was like, damn, I need to get my sleep because you want to get as much sleep as possible because you can ha- your bags will look crazy on camera. Bitch, I was up till 3 a.m. talking to this man. And I'm like, if it's 3 a.m. in Mexico City, what time is it in fucking Boston? Bitch, go to sleep. So he was like, can you please um, help me find like an escort? I said, girl, go on a website. Like, that's where the niggas at. You know what I'm saying? It ain't hard to find a bitch. Just text him, you know? But part, that's just part of his thing. Like, he just wants to, like, talk to someone. Or, like, kind of talk himself through. I don't know why, but he just needs to talk. So, he hit me. He's like, all right, can you find me some? I said, girl, fine. So, I went on this little escort website. And so, I found I found a couple. But I was like, ain't nobody going to be answering at this time of uh, time of day or whatever. Bitch, I found two. And they were like, bitch, I'll do it. So I didn't know this, but they were like, if I'm going to go to this man's house, I need him to Uber me there. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like, so now I'm over here, you know, but think about it. Like I'm, it's 3am. It's, I'm, it's dark in my hotel room. Cause I'm trying to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? I have a music video shoot the next day. I'm Fred's on one end of the, the phone. I'm talking to all these, um, escorts which are all these unknown save numbers so i don't know who's who bitch and the ones that are like replying they're like asking me a million one questions i'm going back and forth with, with fred and then they asking for the uber so i'm telling i'm giving the, the address to fred fred ordering the uber i'm getting the screen cap sending it to the 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 the, the, um, the escorts you know what i'm saying so it's just like fucking pandemonium and i'm just like bitch you are making me work for this money bitch i feel like i am um a madam I feel like I'm I'm working a fucking agency, a call girl agency. I mean, I really am if you think about it. Them niggas was getting paid three fifty an hour, bitch. I was getting paid my little ags. So, <laughs> one thing about me, bitch. Let me tell you, my philosophy in in life is, I never like a pimp and hole situation. I never meaning you're never gonna get a moment to pimp me, bitch. You'll never, if anything, I'll pimp myself or I'll pimp you, but you're never going to be able to pimp me, bitch. It's never going to be a pimp in the whole situation with me, not Solomon, never. And that's just in anything, anything in life. Like I don't, you're never going to like, it's never going to be a pimp in the whole situation. So anyways, so that's not even the funny part of the story. So I hit this really fine man. Cause I, you know, I'm just like going through like all the escorts. I'm like, damn, these niggas is fine. These niggas is fine. I was like, Ooh, I like this one. I like, like, I'm kind of like handpicking the ones I like. I was like, oh, I like this one. It's like nice little mix here. Oh, this is my type here. So I picked this one dude or whatever and, you know, sent him off to go with Fred. And <clears throat> so anyway, so he fucks him, Fred, down to the ground, apparently. And um, Fred, like, inst- the minute he leaves, Fred's like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Oh, my God, that was so great. Like, he was, I don't know, Fred never had no dick for a long time. I don't know what was going on. But this guy was fine, boots. So, anyway, so, boom. Fast forwarder to, like, three years later. No, like, two years. No, three years later. So, I'm talking to this guy or whatever, and totally, like, it didn't even, he's fine, boots. And so... You know, I, I, he, so I, we're talking on Grinder on like a little hookup site, website app. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's, you know, let's meet up. Like later on, I'll be free or whatever. Woo, 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 woo. He was visiting. So he sends me his number. 
And then so I text his number, boom, uh, the previous message pop up. I said, now I don't remember talking to you. So I'm, I'm going through like the things, like I'm like, bitch, this is when I, you know, um, sent you to go fuck Fred. So I'm scared. I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to text him because I don't want him to like, if I don't know if he would see the previous, you know, text message and be like, bitch, were you a client? You know what I'm saying? I didn't want it to get like, so I was like, no, 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 no. So I was like a little weirded out about it, but it's like, I was like, mm, let me, I was like, so I sent him, I was like, oh, this is Solomon's. And so anyway, so when I met him, like, and he came over and met him in person, um, I was like, oh, I, I feel like I, I probably, I tried to like play it. I was like, oh, I feel like maybe I saved your number, but he didn't have, he got a new phone. So he didn't have all those previous messages. So I was like, oh, thank God. So he never knows about Fred. But you know what I'm saying? Because I was the one messaging him through my phone. Fred was never messaging the um, the escort guy. It was me. So when um, he gave me his number on Grinder and it popped up, I was like, bitch. Because I didn't know what he would think. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know if he would even remember or what, but I was like, damn. And a part of me would be like, bitch, I was the one who made you, I got you some of that money. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to me. <laughs> and shout out to you for being awake at that hour. Oh, a mess, child. So coming in at number five of most memorable moments of the Solomon Ray podcast in 2023 is when... I was talking to this little Colombian dude and basically he was trying to scam for his papers and shit like that. And y'all enjoyed it. So let's take a listen. Be careful. Also keep that in mind too. I'm not saying you're ugly. I'm not because it happens to the best of us, bitch. Because bitch, when I be talking to people who don't live in the United States or they're just here illegally or just kind of like visiting or whatever, I'm not trying to tweet it off like that because I'm not trying to give it off like that. But when they see a bitch like me, they be like, oh, let me latch on. Because, I mean, I'm not trying to tweet it off like that. But a bitch has never been ugly a day in her life. So let's just let's just be honest. Can we be honest? They be like, oh, he's handsome. He has coinishas. He's now old. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he got it really going on. Plus, I can get my paper papers. Oh, so they be really laying it on thick with me. But I know how to sniff that shit out from a mile away. Especially this one dude. Did I tell you about the dude who I saw right before I left Turkey? So, bitch. Uh, uh-uh, Ryan, I swear to God, if you go back in that, that damn... Girl, do not go in that... If Ryan goes back into this litter box, I'm gonna lose it. Okay, never mind. Um, So the dude that I was talking to is Colombian so I already knew what was up and he was pressing me like a button down on a Friday night when you coming back 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 and I was like bro like I just had surgery I look crazy and he was like I don't really care what you look like I like you we could watch a movie we could do this we could do that we could do that and I'm like uh, I gotta pack there's stuff I gotta do girl you know what I'm saying like I wouldn't mind hanging out with you, too, because I did have a good time. You seem nice and stuff like that. You're also drop-dead gorgeous. So I'm not trying to toot it off like that, but I'm also kind of like... I mean, I'm not trying to toot it off like this, but I'm not saying I'm ugly, but he's... He's... He's 
he's kind of itching into a realm that is not meant for a bitch like me. Not trying to toot it off like that. Not saying I'm not, I ain't got no confidence. But sometimes you got to be real with yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you're talking to somebody who look like a model and is drop dead gorgeous and you, you could be a solid seven. I'll be honest with myself. I feel like I'm a solid six and a half, seven. I'll be honest. I feel like I'm a a good six and a half. I know I'm a solid good six and a half. On a good day, when I do my hair and makeup, and a bitch is smelling good, looking good, cute little clothes, I'm like a 7.2. I'm like a solid 7.2. But I know for a fact, without everything, you dip me in some water, scrub me down, bitch, and, and once I get out the shower, I look like a 6.5. I'll be honest. I'll be, but, but bitch, I might be a 6.8 a now that I got this little hairline and the bundles bundling. But this man is a solid, I would say 8.5, maybe a 9.1, maybe a 9.1, but a solid 8.5, you know. But see, I'm, I'm realistic when it comes to the numbers. I'm not a bitch who's going to be like, oh, you're a solid 10. Now, hold on. You are not a solid 10, Okay. And some of the girls is crazy because they be like, oh, bitch, I'm a six, I'm a seven. Bitch, you are a solid two. You are a, a 1.7. Let's, let's not give it off like that. You know good and goddamn well what you are. And, 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 and a seven is not it. A 1.7. Let's be realistic. Okay. Um, needless to say, he's, a, he's like an 8.5. I could see him being like a 9.1 maybe on a good day with a, with a nice little tan bitch he could be a 9.1 but on a regular executive when I saw him he's like an 8.5 so even then I was like bitch I, he a little out of my league but so anyway so he's laying it on thick he's like when are we gonna see each other so I was like if this nigga don't he wanna see me after my bundles is implanted you know what I'm saying like this nigga want his papers. I ain't dumb. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a dumb bitch. And that's the thing that the girls be not realistic with themselves on. And I feel like sometimes when you're realistic and you you live in truth and reality, you cannot be, get your feelings hurt. And like, you know what I'm saying? So I knew what was up because every day. So so Friday, he wanted to see me the, the day I got back from Turkey. And I was like, girl, at the end of the day, I was like, no, I can't. I have to, I'm really tired. I have been traveling. I've been up for 23 hours, which I had at that, at the time I texted him, I was up for 23 hours. Granted, I slept on the plane for like probably five hours. So maybe I wasn't up consistently, but technically it's, it was a long day nonetheless. So I just really wanted to like go to sleep. I actually really needed to finish packing, but I also needed to go to sleep. Because I was just irritable. I just didn't want no company. You know, like when... And plus, I had my surgery, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I already look ugly. I'm swollen boots. Because all the swelling from my head now crept into my forehead. I look crazy. I'm not feeling good. I have not really had a good night's rest in... Ryan. Ryan. Miss Thing. Miss Thing, Ryan, we we don't need to clean the paws no more. We're done, babe. We're done. Please. We're done. Your 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 paws are clean. What was I saying? Um but you know what I'm saying? Like I was tired and I just wasn't getting my the rest I really needed. And 
I don't know what I'm gonna do with her. I don't know if the mic is picking this up or not, but I might need to watch her, like her, like what is it, girl? This is starting to concern me, bitch. Um, so I basically told him no, and then clearly he he like deleted all my mess his messages, started like spiraling. He was like, "All right, fine, if that's what you say." Blah blah blah. Then the next day, he was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Just packing." And then basically Sunday, he was like, are we going to see each other or not? I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, but let's, let's, but see, I'm a, I'm this type of bitch. I said, oh, I don't mind seeing you, but let's, 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 let's go back to, let's go back to Friday night when you cop that attitude. Let's, let's bring that to the forefront. What was that about? He was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, will you forgive me? I just really want to see you. Blah, blah, blah. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And I said, uh, okay, girl, well, I'm going to bed. And then that's when he was like, delete my number. Never talk to me again. No, no. First, no, before he sent that, he said, it's okay. You just, he's like, it just seems like I'm, um, well, he didn't say this in English, but in a roundabout way, he was like, I, I feel like I'm pulling teeth with you. Like, I've been asking you and begging you and you don't even seem interested in but it's okay. I'll take that as your answer. So I left him all red because I'm like, well, girl, I'm not about to argue with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, what I'm not, what I'm not, I'm the type of person that can get a bitch together. Definitely. I don't mind that. That's a sport for me, but I'm also someone to where if you try to argue with me like that, oh, I'm not playing that game. I'm not doing that tip for tag. You, you go talk to yourself. I'm going to leave you on red, babe. What Actually, what's worse, I'm actually not going to leave you on red. I'm just not going to read it. How about that? I'm not, you don't, when you show me your true colors like that, I'm really turned off. So then I let, clearly I left him on red. And then like an hour later, he said, actually delete my number. Don't talk to me again. I'll forget I ever um, knew you. I'll forget all of our memories. And So you know what I did? Didn't reply. Left him on red. Guess who fucking texted me today talking about, so are you not going to reply? Nigga, are you dumb? You literally just told me, do not text you again. And you want to know what I'm going to do? Never text you again. You don't, you don't have to beg me to not talk to you. There's so many things throughout my day where I'm dealing with communication all day long. Do you think the I, the, I barely want to talk to people. I barely even want to even communicate. Girl, my, my, um, What's it? My wealth man, my money manager was like, Solomon, we got to get on a call. We got to get on a call. And I'm like, oh, Brian, is can this be an email, babe? Can this please be an email? I'm in the middle of packing. I got a, a, a flight to catch tomorrow. There's a lot I got to do, bitch. Can we please just do this in an email? He said, mm, we got to, I really got to talk to you and just go over everything. It will take no time at all. Blah, blah, blah. When somebody said they're going to take no time, bitch, it's going to take forever. Bitch, sure enough. I was like, this could have been an email. This could have been an email, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know. So when he said, don't text me no more, I said, well, that's what I said. And so he was like, oh, he was like, and then now he over here texts me, please forgive me, please forgive me, please forgive me. No, bitch. What, what happened was, what happened was, you came to my house. You know what I'm saying? You got to know me. You knew I'm really that girl, period. You know what I'm saying? You could probably sniff out that the doll has a little coinisha. May not be a lot of coinisha, but enough coinisha for you to get married 
and get your little papers because it's either marry a broke bitch or marry, you know, a gay like me. And bitch, you fumbled it. You are a dumb Colombian bitch. Okay? You really fucking fumbled it, you dumb bitch. Because if it was me, bitch, the girls need to start securing the bag. I know I'm going on a tangent, but the girls really got to start securing the bag. You know who's also a really dumb bitch who I just realized rose from Titanic? Rose from Titanic, Titanic was a dumb, dirty bitch. And let me tell you why. She was married to that that multi-millionaire, which it w- when it comes to inflation, he would now be considered a... I did the math because I watched the movie recently. Maybe like, not even recently, maybe like two and a half months ago. And um, they were saying... No, it wasn't him. It was the Astors. And so I Googled their worth at the time and what it would be in inflation. It would be like worth in the multi-billions. So you over here fucking this man who's basically worth a billion dollars and he's already engaged to you, okay? And y'all family ain't got no money because your mama pulled you aside and was like, girl, Rose, were broke. So now, and y'all about to move to New York, New York and it's about to be on and popping things. Are, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and on top of it, Billy Zane's character, I don't even know Rose's fiance. What was his name? What was his name? Damn, let me just Google um, Titanic Billy Zane. Titanic Billy Zane character. That's his name? Keldon? Zane Fantasy Capelt Hockley. Keldon? Keldon? I don't remember his name being Keldon. Keldon's Hockley? I know Hockley, but Keldon? I don't believe... I don't remember that. Anyways, bitch. So... Rose's fiance was already making sure that she was getting on a boat, got off the uh, got off a boat to go make sure she was, you know, back to getting on a, a lifeboat, was really trying to protect you and like be there for you. And granted, it may not have been a match made in heaven, but she's a dumb dirty bitch because what you should have did is you should have got on that little that little boat with your man, okay? Sailed to sailed alive to New York, secured the bag, and then cheated. Which I think at that time, women were not allowed to cheat. I think that was like a quick grounds for like eliminating an, uh, a marriage or I don't know, whatever the case may be. But instead, she over here fucking around with Leonardo DiCaprio, who ain't got nothing, who's in third class. I, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, she really fumbled the bag. And I just be trying to tell the girls, if there's any advice, secure the bag first and then then start fumbling it but get the bag first you know if this colombian man knew what's was good i mean he would it's not gonna happen for a bitch like me you know what i'm saying because you're like i'm a hustler at heart i already know what i know what game you're trying to play on me before you can even play it you know what I'm saying? I'm 10 steps ahead of you, not to be a narcissist, not to be cocky, but I'm already 10 steps ahead of you. I already know what game you're playing, babe. I already know. Because I used to play them games too. So I already know I already know what to look for. I already know what to, what to snip out, okay? I already know how to manipulate. Before you can think you're about to manipulate me, I'm actually already in the process of manipulating you. That sounds horrible. <laughs> but it's the truth.
So if he was a, if he like, so I would suggest to him, next person you trying to get get one off, get the bag first, baby. Tuck your feelings in. One thing that's always going to fumble your bag is letting your feelings leak all over the floor. I say that all the time. Put your feelings aside, babe. If you, if you, if you have a goal in mind, put your feelings aside. Put all that shit aside. Zone in on that that goal. Whoa. A mess, a mess, a mess, a mess, a mess. In fact, he actually texted me recently. It was like, um, when can I see you? I was like, I don't live in New York anymore. I live in California. He said, okay, so if I get on a flight, will you will you be um what did he say? Will I be able to see you then? And I was like, mm, I don't know. Why this man started looking for flights and started sending me screen caps? I was like, you are crazy. He has a whole wife and kid, uh, one child. I'm like, niggas be gay. But, you know, I think he just be wanting to, you know, get his papers. And suck a little dick on the side. Honestly, doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, sounds kind of divine. Um, but the the number one, well, I guess I'm going out of order now, <laughs> but the number one most memorable and most listened to episode this whole entire year, actually, hold on, let me just see real quick, because I think it's the 100th episode is the most listened to episode. Sorry, let me just look at this while I'm on the phone with y'all. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Come on, click on episodes. All right, bitch. I see you. Analytics. Oh, go here. Episode rankings. Here we go. Um. Okay, so All About My Hair Transplant was the most listened to episode this year. And after that was the 100th episode. And then the third most listened was I'm Having a Baby, which technically... The 100th episode was in April, and then the transplant um, episode was in January. So I'm having a baby came out in August. So, and it's really a couple hundred shy of being number two. So it's probably, I mean, it won't be the most because we only got a couple more days left of the year, but it was a heavily listened to episode of when I announced that I'm having a baby. Um, I'm not going to play any clips of it just because it's a, literally a three hour episode. And it's just so many different little um, good moments with it. The funny thing is me and Tia look back on that. And we're like, not once did we mention her name. <laughs> yeah. And that whole episode, apparently we didn't mention her name because people thought it was Serena. People were like, Oh, thank you. Congratulations, Serena. <laughs> So that is my number one um, highlight of the podcast was announcing um, I'm having a baby. And I think it was just like I was excited to do it, but it was also just so much lead up because for the if you remember some of those episodes before that episode came out, um we're kind of cryptic and I wasn't really sharing too much. And I had family and friends being like, why are you in and out of hospitals? What's going on? Like, you know, and it was just, I was getting ready to have a baby, but I wasn't ready to share it at that moment. So 
it's so funny because I look back on it now and here we are a couple days before we're transferring the, the baby. So, um, yeah. So with that being said, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this crazy ass, stupid ass podcast, bitch. It's like, it's crazy because people ask me all the time, like in person, they'd be like, what do you do or whatever? And that's such a weird question for me to answer because I'm like, damn, bitch, I don't know what I do. But I kind of, I'd be like, oh, you know, I own a couple e-commerce businesses. Um, and then, you know, I'm kind of done explaining. But then I'll also add like, oh, you know, sometimes, I mean, I have a podcast too. And everyone's like, their eyes lit up. They're like, a podcast? What is it about? And I'm like, uh, I don't know, girl. It's just about girl I don't know I just be they'd be like do you talk about celebrities and hot topics no true crime no I'm like girl I don't know what it's about it's just really about me and my week <laughs> it's really like a fucking snapshot I mean a snapshot of my week and I do love that because you know let's say I want to know be like what was I going through April 2021 I can always listen to one of the episodes you know, and, and figure out what my life was going, what I was going through. Bitch, when I was listening to some of these episodes this past um, year, I was like, damn, bitch, I was really down in the dumps when it came to my bundles. So needless to say, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Um, it's crazy that people really just love the show. And um, yeah, we're going on year three. Isn't that crazy? Year three of the show. I didn't think I would survive beyond a couple months. Honestly, I was like, girl, I'm not going to do this shit for more than a month. Like, no one's going to listen to it. No one's going to give a fuck. And the girls be listening. Every every week, it just gets more and more listeners. And I'm like, I don't know what is going on. I don't even know how people are finding it. But apparently, people are finding it on their Explore page on Spotify because it's, I don't know how that happens, but. Maybe it's because y'all are rating it. I don't know. But um, again, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in each year. And I can't wait to come back this time next year and recap 2024 because I know it is going to be such a year. And I cannot wait to share it with you guys. So thank you so much and move right along. So, yes, we're closing in on the show. Um, but before I do, um, you know, just looking back on 2023, it seemed like, for me at least, was a very long year. Bitch. I just feel like I did so much. Um, and I was just waiting for this year to be done. Oh, girl. But remember when I told you guys at the top of the year, I said, this this is not my year. 2023 is not like my time to shine. It's all about putting in the work. It's all about like hustling, setting shit up because 2024 is going to be where the, wow, pat out, watch out now happens. So I knew that was the case. But when I tell you this year was like never ending, I feel like the months were long for me. I know some people like, oh, this month, this year went by so fast. I just feel like I did so much. I moved across. I went to Turkey, got my hair transplant, moved from New York, moved cross country, moved in with my parents, moved into this house, 
started our IVF cycle, started working on my third business, scaled my own business for Saw Ray Beauty. Um, on top of just like all the things, Serena had her baby this year, you know, like just a bunch of like things happened and girl, just a lot. So I will say like, I just feel like I really worked my ass off this year. I really feel like I hustled more than I've ever done in my life. This year was very like just, and it wasn't just like all work stuff. You know what I'm saying? Not like I hustled that shit too. Okay. I really hustled that shit too. Because when I look at what happened with my business this year versus last year, the dog was getting busy, bitch. She was getting fucking busy. And I did all those orders myself. That's the crazy. That's the crazy thing too. I didn't have no fulfillment center, so I was doing more than what my fulfillment center has done in the last two years. So, it was. I mean, when I tell you, I was getting busy with Sawray Beauty by myself. Um, but not even just that. It was like just the hustling of like moving cross country by yourself. You know, like. Honestly, like, this year really kind of made me be like, damn, bitch, it it does suck doing things by yourself a lot. Like, I do get exhausted, and, you know, I wish I had maybe someone to help me, but I don't want to be in a relationship, okay? <laughs> I don't want nobody in my house, you know? Like, I don't want none of that shit. But, yeah, doing things on your own and doing them with no help and like organizing shit by yourself, like cross country moves are not fucking easy doing like in moving boxes by myself, like just a lot of shit by myself. And I'm like, I'm really like, when I look at the gray hairs that are on the side of my head, I'm like, Oh yeah, bitch. I earned those bitches. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm not as exhausted as, I feel like I should be. And I think that that's just a testament of my mind of like my mind be minding, bitch. It be, it be going a mile a minute. And there's been a lot of 16 hour days this year. And I just like, I'm glad that it's over. I mean, it's not going to get any better. It's just, <laughs> starting to get any better this year but definitely I will say like I really pushed it to the limits this year and next year I'm pushing it even further to the limits and but that's me you know I just feel like you get one life you get one shot and if you have an opportunity to do something bitch do it and and I think now with the onset of me being a father and providing for my child or my children and leaving something for them. Now it's like that. I feel like that that's what helped me towards the end of the half, the other, the final half of 2023 is like, no, I got to do this for my babies. Like I got to really get my shit going. I got to make sure that 
they set up things is good you know like because i want everything i want for them it's no stone unturned ain't nothing too out of reach whatever the fuck i want the best for them and it's not gonna be easy but i'm gonna i'm gonna make it happen so i'm just like bitch do whatever the fuck you gotta do now to just hustle it out i think if i wasn't going to have kids i would have probably had a much more peaceful not not like i didn't have a peaceful holiday that sounds horrible but i would have had a much more like calm holiday you know i would have relaxed a little bit more and i'm trying to do a little bit of that but i don't know something about that just really just lit a fucking fire under my ass and i'm like "Mm -mm, let's keep going um but I will say, like, I look back, I'm like, damn, bitch. How, like, I'm sure I'll probably get to a point in my life where I won't have energy to do shit like that. And they'll be like, damn, bitch, how did you have all that energy when you was 36? You know? But I'm going to be 37 next week on Friday, January 5th. Hello. Um... But yeah, I think when I look back on this year, I really am proud of myself. I really fucking am, bro. Like, and I know that sounds like big headed and shit like that, but I really fucking am. I'm very fucking proud of myself. Um, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to like toot it off like this, but I don't need nobody to be proud of me. You know, like people are like, oh, I want my parents to be proud of me. I want my, my friends to be proud. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't. I'm proud of myself. Like, deadass. Like, I really am. That sounds narcissistic and conceited. Cool, but... No, I'm really proud of myself. I really said, these are the things I want to accomplish this year, and I fucking did it. And that's why, going into all the shit that I'm ready to accomplish in 2024, I'm like, bitch, I already know me. You know, like, if I say I'm going to do something, I fucking do it. And I'm so proud of myself that I don't let up. I don't... I, I push myself. I'm not in competition with nobody, bitch. Like I said before on this podcast, I'm in competition with myself. So I'm just proud of myself that I really said what I wanted to do. And I fucking, bitch, I did it. And I didn't give up. I didn't postpone. I didn't procrastinate. I just put my head down and just grinded it the fuck out. And... I look back on where, you know, I'm just look. I'm just thinking I'm looking back now and I'm like at the end of the year and I'm like, I look back. I don't want to say the things that I've reaped or whatever, but like, I don't want to say I'm not surprised, but I'm like, yeah, bitch, I fucking did that. Um, which is also a, a major testament of manifestation. Y'all really got to like manifest y'all. If there's any final thought I could leave for this year, manifest. Tell the universe exactly what you want. Be specific. And don't even ask them. Just tell them. You know what I'm saying? Be like, let's say you want to be, I don't know, I don't even know, a professor at UCLA. I don't even, just throwing some shit out there. Just be like, yes, I'm a professor. Like, say it out loud in your home or in your car or wherever, and you're alone or whatever. Be like, I love being a professor of UC- at UCLA. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, just say that out loud. Tell the universe exactly what what is going to happen. There's this, um, I don't know if you guys, there's this um, All Stars, I think it was All Stars 4 or 5 of Drag Race, where Gia Gunn, um, I think Pheromone was like, says something, and Gia Gunn was like, oh, oh, God, I wish I remembered it. My brain's fried right now, but she was like, I'm telling you what you're what you're, what you're gonna do is not what you want to do is not what you're going to do. That's really what you got to tell the universe. What you want to do is not what you're gonna do. Let me tell you what you're gonna do, and what you're gonna do is you're gonna do what I tell you to do. And if I could leave you all with any sort of final thought, it would be that like tell the universe exactly what it's going to do for you, and 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 give them a timeline too. That's another thing. Give them a timeline. That's what I started doing this year, too, was telling the universe what I wanted, but also tell, giving it a timeline. Being like, all right, I want it on this day, on this month. For real. I know people be like real woo-woo-woo and be like, bitch. Yeah, but that doesn't work because I'm a queer person of color and it's really harder for me. You shot yourself in the foot, baby. You're done. You're done. You're done kid yeah because guess who's also a queer plc bitch me so i just be telling y'all please do manifestation just please watch what you put out into the universe you know what i'm saying watch how you treat people you know like just all those things because it always comes fucking back so that is my final thought i guess and again, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I really enjoy the fact that you guys love it. <laughs> you know, like it brings me joy. I'm like, oh, these bitches love it. So I'm so thankful to have you guys listening. Um, I don't take it for granted. You know, in fact, it's really no shade. But every Wednesday evening, I'm like, God damn it. I got to get on this damn mic and do this show. And once I start doing it, I'm, I'm, I'm like, once I get on the mic, I'm, I'm happy. I love it, you know? But then a part of me is like, every Wednesday, I'm like, nobody listens to this shit. Nobody cares. And if, sure enough, I look at the numbers and it's, the numbers is up. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it brings me joy to know that you guys are listening to it and supporting it. And I appreciate the, the reviews. I know it's like a funny thing we do now. Like, oh, Five stars are five star own. Like, I know it's a funny thing that we joke about now, but like, I dead ass really am appreciative of you all. Um, and what, you know, before I get off the mic for this year, I will say one, one thing I really, that opened my eyes beyond everything this year was just the amount of love that I get. And I do not take, bitch, I'm sorry, crying. No, bitch, I'm really about to start crying. (laughs) Um, No, I'm really, really thankful. Like, it just, I knew I had major supporters and, like, you know, people who follow me and stuff. I knew that. But when I tell you I was nervous, I was like, I don't want to tell anybody I'm having a baby. Like, I don't, I'm like, I feel like, I don't want negative energy penetrating into my home. You know what I'm saying? I don't want none of that. Sh- I was like, you know, superstitious. And 
when I tell you the amount of love that I get every single day, people who are like, oh, I'm praying for you. When I do my my notes, I mean, my orders, and I look at the notes, people leave notes like praying for you and Tia. The fact that you've brought Tia into the fold and love her and accept her, you know, it's so... It's like you're just I, I, I really fucking am dumbfounded and just really appreciative and at awe of just how much love and I get because I know people don't get that online. I know people be wishing for people's downfall and shit like that. And but I think there's something very special with us and there's something very like. There's something really unique I feel going on with us. I really do. I really feel like there's something that the other girls ain't privy to. I don't know what it is yet. Maybe I'll learn one of these days. Someday, maybe I'll understand. But I really, I see that. And I just want to say thank you guys again. You'll never not hear me consistently telling y'all thankful. But I'm, I'm thankful and thanking you. But this year, for sure, I was, like, floored with just how supportive people were and so excited and, like, wanting me to be a dad and, like, wanting this for me. And and just, you know, like, when we did our egg retrieval, just all the sweet messages, like, brought me to tears. I was like, oh, my God, like. Thank you. Um, I don't take it for granted. I don't. Um, who's recently? Um, oh, my mom's best friend and her husband were over at brunch. And they're like, Solomon, what do you need? And I said, I don't need anything. I don't, I don't, I just want you guys to pray for us. That's it. And if you don't want to pray, send us good energy. That's it. I don't want anything. I don't want nothing materialistic. I don't want money. I don't want anything. I just want for y'all to pray for a healthy, you know, and happy pregnancy. And that's it. I don't want anything else. And the fact that I can ask my family that, of course, and friends, my family friends, that, and they, you know, they're on board, of course. But the fact that, like, there's thousands of people who are like doing the same thing and (laughs) I just am really thankful for that. Um, And I just know that there's there's something, there has to be something bigger in all of this. Because I just don't, I don't think that this is like, I don't want to say normal, but I just don't think that um, this is just everyone's story. I don't think that people can just like go online and be like, 
yeah, I'm gonna have a baby. And then just people are just like wishing and, and sending good energy. You know, I don't even get nobody saying no crazy shit no more. I don't. We had like, T and I had maybe, maybe, what? Maybe half a dozen, maybe, even, I don't even think even that, like, like half a dozen people collectively say some wild shit. But for the most part, it's thousands of people like really rooting for us. And I just, <sighs> I think it's, it, I think it's, it's one thing for there to be a love and support of people being like, oh, you know, I listen to the podcast. I love it. I listen all the time. That's I, I'm very in love with that. People who support my business, I'm that touches me as well. You know what I'm saying? But nothing touches me more than somebody praying for my unborn child. Like it doesn't get it literally doesn't get any higher than that. Like how how much higher can it can it get? How how what else? Is there? There's nothing greater than that. There's nothing greater than someone supporting you in that way because it's something that money cannot buy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not downplaying people who financially support me, you know, by patronizing my businesses. I'm not even saying that that's insignificant, but like, that's, I feel like that's a little bit more attainable. You get something out of it. You know, you place an order, you get the product. It's an exchange, but going and 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 being like, oh, I'm, I've been praying for you. I've been talking about you and sending you like that is something else. And it just doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any higher than that. It doesn't get any more special than that. So that is really my biggest thing this year of gratitude is just thank you for that. Like, thank you for just praying for us and praying for this little baby. Um, it doesn't get any better than that. And I just know, just know literally every single night and sometimes every morning when I wake up, I'm praying for y'all too. I'm like, send all that good energy right back to them tenfold. And the way that the universe works, that's how it is. That's how it is. That's why when people be like looking at me like, oh, I'm also a good person. You know what I'm saying? Like when people be like wondering like how some people have this or like why does things be easier for some people? It's, you have to be a good person yourself. You know what I'm saying? I just know like it's good people on the other end. You know, so when you're when I'm seeing things of like people wishing and, you know, nice notes and prayers and stuff like that. I just know that their life is, it has to be good. It has to be because of that it's just, it comes from good, good people with good souls, you know, good souls. They understand like what it means to be a good person. And I just want you to know that I'm sending it right on back to you. So that is my number one thing. I just wanted to take that little quick moment to express my gratitude um, with that. And 
yeah, that's it. So next time you, I get on the mic, we've, we'll be done with our transfer. So just pray that everything goes well. Um, is my recording? Hold on. Didn't my computer turn off? Oh, but yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Despite all my constant technical difficulties on this show, it is a mess. But aside from that, it's been a great year with you all. And I wish you all an amazing 2024, full of health, prosperity, love, beauty, softness, joy, comfort, healing, you know, I wish that for all of you guys. Um, And on that note, that's it. So take care of yourself and each other. Bye-bye.